0: Hello friends, welcome to Tanks Up, the podcast about video games and beer. I'm one of your hosts, Ben, here with Lucy.
1: I'm not a host, I'm just here, every week. (laughs) No, host all the
0: time, mate. Host, 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 host. And Adol. Hey! Hey! It is episode 230. There's so much stuff that's been going on in the world of gaming, so we're going to crack some beers. We're going to talk all about that, but first, Lucy, how are you?
1: You okay? I'm good, thank you very much for asking. How are you, Ben?
0: Good. I'm very well, thank you. Good,
2: yeah. good.
0: Busy, as always.
3: Uh, Adol, how are you, dude? I'm pretty good. Uh, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't slept well, oh, and it I just free, found free, out free. minutes before we recorded that I didn't get shortlisted for the job I was longlisted for. Ah. Uh, which was like, well, oh, oh, great, thanks for telling me a day early, uh, right before I have to be exuberant on the internet. <laughs> um,
0: but at least, at least I told you.
2: Tri- no I mean they, they would have
1: had to yeah
2: oh, had okay. to, well, is that
0: because you were long <laughs> if you're long listed they they do yeah. then have to notify you right yeah. I've
1: oh. been for interviews and uh people just didn't say anything, um so yes yeah it, it happens, but, that, that's a bummer, but hey it it, you would have you would have felt even worse if you didn't um, apply so and now oh
3: yeah, I mean to be honest, is. it was a, yes. it, it really helped just getting long listed it felt like oh I at least am not. I am somewhat, um,
1: You are qualified, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> I am somewhat qualified, to but less employed, qualified yeah. than I was hoping I was supposed to be. No, <laughs> it's
1: not because you're no. not as qualified, it's just because yeah. they, don't, they don't know you. It's like, if they knew you, yeah, they would have be like, who are these other people? In the mm. shredder yeah, of I those mean, applications. Yeah. yeah,
3: it's just one of those things where I thought I had a good shot at an interview and I think I would interview well, but mm-hmm. oh well. There is always
1: the next one. Well,
3: there will be another job. Yeah, people yes. always, always
1: need teaching as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's hope there's always um, beer. Huh.
3: Yes,
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with uh, beer this evening because I've already opened it. Um, I am currently drinking from Pipeline Brewing Company, Forgotten Dreams, a double dry hopped IPA, which is 5.3%. That's a lovely can. It's a lovely image. H-
1: is that hill. Oh, yeah. or... Is it what? Sorry. Oh, yeah. Is that like rolling hills? You're a bit No, it's a, the... it's
0: a pier. It's a pier with a, a figure on the end oh, yeah. and some water. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hills but it's and, landscape. And, um, mountains and clouds in the background. Yes. Okay. There is some flavor text for this. Um, it's very odd flavor text. Um, it gives me the title "Forgotten Dreams" and then just it seems like it kicks in halfway through a sentence. But the "a" on the "and" is capitalized, and a bit more "Forgotten Dreams." And a bit more citra and mosaic as a double dry hop, pushing the flavours sky high. London Fog provides the fruit. At our food fight free for all. Bring on the fog. Oh, I don't get it. <laughs> at the hops are Centennial, Simcoe, Citra and Mosaic.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't I don't get the flavour text. That's fine. Oh, well. Lucy.
1: Yeah.
0: What are you drinking this evening?
1: Tea, but I've got some beers back here. Ah, um Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, The one that I didn't drink uh, last week um, I'll, I'll, I'll start with that one um, Since I've already had the second beer So I don't mind if that gets a bit okay. warm This is the Overtone um, Lotus Oat Cream Dnieper. Uh 6.6% uh, in ABV 440ml can Let's have a look. I can read this now. Um, it's white text on pink rather than the white text Ooh. on bright yellow or orange last week or whatever it was. Um, this oat cream New England IPA is brewed with an unruly amount of oats and lactose to create a creamy mouthfeel. Backed up with lotus, cashmere, Idaho 7, and mosaic hops, giving orange, vanilla, berries, and tropical fruit flavours. Um, yeah, hops. Uh, Cashmere Mosaic, Idaho 7 Lotus, Malts, Extra Pale, uh, Vienna Oats, um, Yeast, and Adjuncts are Vermont Ale and Lactose. So, yeah, you know, this Oats and Lactose, it's going to be a creamy boy. <laughs>
3: mm. You could
0: just call it Creamy Boy, couldn't <laughs> I know, <I> know cream is <laughs> in the name, but yeah. <laughs> I wonder whether anyone has called a beer, just creamy boy. I hope not. It will. does sound a little bit... Um,
1: Suspect. Mm, mm, mm. Slightly. Um,
0: Adol, we'll jump to you. What are you drinking this evening?
3: I'm drinking uh, the the Vacation Brew York Collab. Oh. Uh, it is a... So... I, it is weaker than the other one uh but i was almost gonna have this one second just because it's a chocolate caramel stout and i thought maybe the sweetness and thickness of the stout might overpower but i have a feeling the other uh collaboration stout that i'm gonna have might outweigh it um so it's uh yeah sweet temptation chocolate caramel stout 6.6 percent uh it i mean it's it's a it's a milk stout in that it has lactose in it um Mm -hmm. Uh, though it did, they don't call it a milk stout. Um, right. With sweet notes of chocolate and caramel, this silky smooth rich and seductive stout is impossible to resist. We'll see if the flavor text is correct. <laughs>
2: can
1: you resist it? You? What was the percentage?
3: Six point something again? Six point six. It's
1: me and mm. Adele, they oh, up on the six. definitely can
3: smell the, the sweet, sickly sweet alcohol stoutiness with caramel just off of cracking it.
2: Mmm.
0: Nice, right. right. I'll let you know about this one. For a double dry hop type, it does have a good nose to it. It's it, it's not huge, but it is there. Getting a little bit of fruit, but definitely a pininess in the nose coming through. Hmm. Which is really nice. It's nice to kind of take in a waft of beer and have that kind of bigger feel to it, or at least a, a, a heavier sort of bitterness in there. You'll see it's, it's a hazy boy, but it's quite light in color. Um, possibly a little more orange in in color than the camera is picking up. Um, laces quite nicely around the glass uh, yeah. and it's a lovely flavor. Um, it's very, very easy. It does start off with those sort of uh, um, tropical notes, getting a little bit of orange, a little bit of citrus in there, kicking through. Um, it does creep quite quickly into a, a pininess. It's not a big pininess. It, it's a little bit more deceptive than the nose kind of um, suggests. Um, it doesn't quite hit you. It flows in very nicely from the, from the fruitiness. And it's quite a low light piney bitterness. So it eases out as well, um, sort of right at the finish so the flow is lovely from the fruits into that piney bitterness and then it just disappears and it's just very very easy and i know it's about five and a half uh 5.3 percent um but it's nice to have that lower bitterness you know at least to have some kind of bitterness there on the back end of this beer and it not just be uh you know it's not quite session at 5.3 but it's definitely on the lighter sort of scale for modern ipas Um, but that that bitterness in there just gives it that extra little kick Um, just makes you reach for it again and it dries you out quite nicely as well so you maybe are reaching for it a little quicker than you may do but it's not uh, it's not unwelcome let's say it's not making you reach for it too much it's just giving you that little hint that maybe you should just refresh yourself with a little bit more after it's dried out so yeah really nice I mean I'm already halfway through <laughs> um, I did crack it before we started, uh, a, a few minutes before. Um, but yeah, it's going down very, very easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucy, we'll yeah. come to you.
1: Beautiful looking beer. Um, nice, very cloudy, um, but straw coloured. Mm. Nice, um, nice that two finger, foamy white head. Just a really good looking beer. Smell, smelled great as soon as I cracked open the can. Just getting all those like tropical fruits um
2: mm.
1: a bit of floral aroma as well but yeah it smells great oh, I could just smell it all day hmm. yeah you're getting a bit of yeah a lot a lot of sweetness on that aroma but yeah you're getting it's so, so much like depth of tropical fruits like mango like a bit of guava it just smells really good nice. Yeah, and that definitely carries over through to the taste. Yeah. It's not as creamy and as dense as it looks, or that you'd think, having both lactose and oats in it. Um, you can definitely tell they're there, but it doesn't make it so viscous and heavy. It's still quite a easy and very drinkable and quaffable beer still. Um, mm. It just gives it that a bit more body, a bit more depth, but it, it complements it a lot, it, it, even though it's like what is it called, Oak Cream IPA? It's like mm. it, it isn't as daunting and it isn't as thick as you'd expect. Um, and complementing that that body is you still getting all those tropical fruits right at the start, uh, all the way through to the end. Getting a tiny bit of bitterness,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: you're still getting mostly that sweetness from like the tropical fruits. Um, it's not like that artificial sweetness that I described last week in the overtone beer that I had then. Um, this is, this tastes more natural. Um, it's probably because it's got, like, you know, mosaic hops in it, and it's got the Idaho 7, so you're definitely going to get those um, quote-unquote authentic fruity, mm-hmm. fruity flavours without it, feel, it tasting too sweet or too artificial. Um, but, yeah, I'll have another sip, but oh, it's... Just because I want to, because it tastes so like good. <laughs> <laughs> See if I can discern anything else about it. Nice. That's good, man. That's a really good beer. Yeah. I, it's just ticking everything off. It's got it got a bit of pininess as well to it, which I like. Yeah, definitely tasting that little bit of bitterness, that little bit of pine at the end. Fruity good good amount of body, this is just a really good, solid uh, IPA, yeah.
0: Quality, and was it, uh, did it's I write a, it down properly, was a, a Nipah? Nipa.
1: Yeah, it's a Nipah, so mm. um, I guess it's got, like, yes, it's got the body of a Nipah, it's got the fruit forward flavours in it, so yeah, yeah, I, I think they nailed that as well, so. Nice. cracking beer. I like it. Good, Overturn. good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I need to find them more down yes. here Yes. Yes. I don't see them very much. So we can always get a care package sent down, can't we? Or we'll order directly from them I suppose.
1: Yeah, well, I if think you can possibly. They're they're up in Glasgow, but I think they do like mm. um free free shipping. Uh, nice. Okay. I think their beers range about probably about between 4 and 5 pounds uh, or mm. 440 mils, so definitely worth it and I don't know. I, I, yeah, I think it's like free. Delivery on like some, something cheap, like thirty quid or something like that. Cool. So check nice.
2: Out. Mm.
3: Good.
0: Uh, Adol.
2: Yes. Will come to you. Oh.
3: Um, it's quite good. Um. That caramel is definitely there on the nose, as I sort of mentioned after I cracked the can. Um, you can see it's 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 dark and and thick, very lacing. It's actually, but you can see that although it coats the glass, the um, kind of drops quite quickly. Mm. Maybe you can't because the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, see that? Yeah, so it kind of recedes to such so, that, so, like, after a shake, you're like, oh, has it been moved? Have I just been <coughs> holding this for a couple of minutes? And am I that talented? Um <laughs> So steady of hand. Yeah. That's me. It can
1: defy gravity. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: but yeah, so so the nose is quite has is is sweet, and that sweetness is the alcohol and the caramel. But it, and then uh, sort of not too strong, uh, but that's the main sort of hit. And then there's the, the more stouty characteristics. Um, so just like I said, um, you can tell it's, it's it doesn't mouthfeel is quite thin. Um, which is kind of nice given that it's quite a forward taste. Again, it's not like in your face, but it's a very like strong, um, taste of, um, uh, sort of, i not say like uh, 60% dark chocolates, like 6% c- cocoa dark chocolate. So not super dark, but not milk chocolate, which is, I'm surprised I was expecting a little more. With the lactose, uh, maybe a milk chocolate and but the, with the caramel, so it's like a dark chocolate and caramel um you know those lint balls you can get mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um and uh yeah, and then well, what's really nice is the stouty backbone of it is is very much uh a roasted stout roasted multi mm-hmm. um stout, so you're getting so like. Throughout the whole thing, it's just a little coffee, a little, roast, a little roasted coffee note. And on top of that, it's like, oh, yes, this chocolate and this caramel sweetness. Um, which I'm, I'm surprised, like, I'm surprised how much the, and I think maybe just the cocoa, or like a cow rather, uh, how much um, I'm feeling coffee from yes. the maltiness. Um, it's not like in-your-face coffee but it's like, clearly coffee, oh. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um... So, yeah, so it's really nice. It's quite light. I'm really glad I did do it first because even though it's a chocolate caramel stout, all of those, th- think it has all those things and it even has, like, roasted coffee flavors, but it's all dialed down. Mm. So none of it's, like, blah! It's not like a stout that knocks you on your ass, but it's a okay. stout that clearly is a stout and has these other tastes, and they're really well balanced. Um, but, like, this is a stout you could accidentally drink quickly. Yes. Yeah, very it's just, much. It's because it's, it's so, like... Like this, it's not a thick, stout in in like depth of flavor. Like it's not like boisterous, nor nor is it the actual liquid um, very thick. So you can just drink it, kind of at, the, at a at a strong IPA pace, I would say. Mm.
0: I'd agree. I'd agree completely with what you've you've said. Having I've had it before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think when I drank it, I'd had a couple of other stouts in the same evening, and I got this like. Cakey nature oh. from it as well, so it was, it was it sort of, uh, and I don't know whether that was kind of the, the roasted or the malts sort of uh, combining with that sweetness at the start to make me feel a bit yeah. more like chocolate cake or something, but then it eases, yeah, very nicely into those
3: roasted those roasted notes. Yeah, as soon as you said cake, I sort of I think I immediately felt what you meant um, because mm. yeah, that in the beginning of the taste there is that sweetness, but it does have a bit of the maltiness and I think the caramelliness Sort of yeah, it, it's sort of like a. It does have this note note of like a, mm, oh you don't have those things, there's a a a f- frozen uh frosted temptations cake I can't remember it's called that uh, you could get in Canada that's like kind of basically a frozen oil brownie, uh but it's right. delicious but you can't have it not cold um but it's that's what this reminds me of that sort of um not insipid but very like sweet chocolate not not like Brenny cake but like mm-hmm. something yes. else yes. but still in the cake character- territory mm. yeah yeah Damped i will cake. find out what that thing is called now mm. it's going to bother me
0: you do that uh, <laughs> where are we where are we going to start this evening cuz i imagine there's lots of games that we want to um that cover there's a couple of games that um we've um that we played that we can kind of discuss around there's also the ginormous news um this week that a small indie studio set of studios and publisher was was bought out by Corpo number one. So um where do we want to start? Who wants to throw their hat in the ring? Lucy's the only one wearing
3: a hat, so it's got to be you. Ah!
2: <laughs> <laughs> um. Punished
3: <laughs> Sorry, I think I picked the audio there.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I'll start. Um <laughs> No problemo. I'm always ready with all the games. Um, Do you wanna?
0: Should we start? Should we start with um, "Rip Them Off," which I know both yeah. of us have, have played.
3: Have you played it? I was hour? actually gonna. I, I did get a chance. I was actually oh, I going see. to suggest we start with that.
1: Yeah, cool. Start with that.
3: Uh,
1: Who wants the floor?
3: Um,
2: Does I anyone? Fl- I don't mind. <laughs> Go um, for it. Go for everybody. it, Lucy.
1: This is a kind of a strategy puzzle game from. Dev called uh Losange Lab, is it, am I getting
0: that
1: right? Yeah, Lozenge Lab, yeah. Lose, is it
0: Lozenge with an A? I, I assume it's Lozenge, like the
2: lozenge throat suite. suite, yeah. I
1: hmm. thought that was spot an Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, oh, um, I could be the the
2: Losange Lab. Yeah, yeah,
1: they're a husband and wife team, um so a very small team. Um and yes, their game's called Rip Them Off. It is a as I alluded to, it's sort of Puzzle slash strategy game hybrid. Uh, It has this very like mini Metro kind of minimalist art style. Uh, It Mm -hmm. has like this kind of, I guess you'd call it like Bauhaus or Swiss design kind of look to it. Very very interesting art to it. Um,
0: Yeah, it's hmm. it's got this kind of. It's not quite abstract yeah um but it, it it does take some very kind of clean lines and then skew them um, a lot so um b- by that you're looking at a, a set of buildings and streets essentially so there's a lot of very straight lines in this
1: yeah and the um the conceit of the game is to rip them off it is a game about it's a capitalism about getting as much money out of shoppers, high street shoppers as you can, um, by, you have these, each street, each level is like a single, single screen level, I think there's about maybe 10, I think I got through about yeah. six or seven of them, um, before today, uh, and yeah, single screen levels, uh, each has like a row of shops, um, so like a little high street, and you have all these like little, they call them, is it, is it dupes? D U P E S. Yeah. yeah. Um I always want to say like Rubes or Derps or something yeah. like that. <laughs> uh dupes. Uh, who are just basically the shoppers, the people, the um the people of the, of this fictionalized city where yes it's not even because yeah, most cities are just run by capitalists and they want to screw you over, so Oh yeah. yeah. But <laughs> so it's it's got this very uh you know, it's got this tone that's very much oh, capitalists are bad, which is which is a common theme in, especially these kind of sim management games, but in just like, like a lot of games across um all genres, like uh, the Outer Worlds and stuff like that, and uh, Journey to the Savage Planet. It's like yes, cor- you know, corporations and capitalists will run the world and they'll mm. destroy us all probably, but um. Yeah, it's got that very cynical tone. Um but the, the heart and soul of it is yes, trying to um assign the right kind of it's kind of hard to describe because it's it, you're literally putting these different shapes on these different buildings and these different shapes represent um basically how much time and money these shoppers will spend in this particular building
0: and um, how many shoppers can uh, go in one of those at a time capacity yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah. and it it has this day night cycle so um at the end of the day it's like we want you to get so much profit um from Mm. all these shoppers and then um what i really like about this game is that uh as the day and night cycles go by, if you want to restart a particular day, you can just restart that day. You can go yes. um, as far back as all the way to the start or you just want to redo that last day. I really like that about this because, yeah, in most strategy games, no matter what, you know, across all kinds of genres, they can be punishing. It's like, oh, I just did that one wrong thing yeah. at one time. Um, it'd be like, nice, you know all strategy games should have an undo button in my opinion but this is like the <laughs> most uh you know this is the nicest undo button because it's like yes the days are short anyway but it's like yes i just want to go back to the start of that day and um, the,
3: yeah the days it. are short and also you can control the speed up to mm-hmm. two, three times which yeah. is really handy when you're like waiting to upgrade a building and you, and you've queued it up like the next thing i want to do is this so i can just fast forward until that happens then i can slow down time and then try another thing or and as or like i can't figure out this day but i'm pretty sure the fir- i'm pretty sure i'm correct on the first couple steps of the day uh, um so i'll just queue that up fast forward slow down time cue the next thing up fast forward um they call it a tower defense game in their yeah um, i thought that
1: was a bit um, weird uh, i i there? i
3: think <laughs> unfortunately it I think they're right, and I think that's definitely their motivation. Like, there there are tower defense mechanics, right? Mm Because you're having waves of things coming in, and you have to pick the right building to deal with them, and then you have to deal with the waves of the things to pass the buildings. It's clearly, strategically, their backbone is tower defense, but unfortunately, your, like, game mechanic, gameplay inspiration isn't what you want to, like, tell the consumer Mm -hmm. the game is i think that's a kind of a misstep there because it's so it it just doesn't feel like one until you really start to think about it but most people don't sit there thinking about why did they call it a tower defense (laughs) game they think i fucking bought a tower defense game what the hell is this (laughs) right like or even worse oh this seems cool the video seems cool oh it's a tower defense game Adele doesn't like tower defense games I'm, I'm Although, maybe do I do, strategy. because I, I kind of like this. I'm very bad Ooh. at this game, though. It's, 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 uh, I, yes,
0: yes, so am I. <laughs> B- one before of the, one before
1: are... you say anything, Ben, sorry, I just want to quickly cut in and just say, I think this game is very much less strategy, more trial and error. But
3: I think I yeah, it, it's both, yeah. It's definitely, it's kind of, pu- pu- it's a punishing... So, be- it's like the flip side of, oh, you get to repeat days uh, to... How many days back do I really need to go to fix the problem? Because I'm like the one the level I I only played it for a stretch before, uh, or like uh, this afternoon, and I was like, it's a five day stretch on this level and I couldn't figure it out. And best <laughs> I got was 92 percent mm-hmm. of what I, the goal is. Right, each level has a after X number of days, you you have to make a certain amount of money. And I was like 92 percent, and then when I did what I th- Thought like when I was going through iterations, when I did what I thought I did to get ninety-two percent, I got eighty-eight, and I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> like now, my memory's failing me. I don't know. I took How am I going to break ninety?
1: I, I play on. I've, I've been playing it on iPad. I took screenshots because I was like, "What did I do?" I'm pretty sure that's right. Let me take a screenshot so That's I can very smart, especially yeah, <laughs> Cause my memory's dead.
2: <laughs> um, but what do you? Yeah, because I mean, so, so
3: one of the things hmm. that. Um, frustrated me was like, yeah and he's like i was i was pretty sure i had the days one through three right but i was like maybe i can optimize like when i hit 92 percent like oh maybe i just didn't optimize like i passed the so this level I can't remember what it's called but it starts with like three days and you pass it and you're like yeah and they're like now we're adding two more days and doubling the money you need to make it's like oh maybe i need to do better on day three than i than i did before mm-hmm. so i went back but then i misremembered what i did and made less money and then i was like ah now my starting point is lower for days four and five until i figure out what i I just like lost the good run of days one through three because there's no way of tracking that it's just like gone and and so then it's like oh great so now i have to do i go back to day two and try and figure out what oh no,
2: what have I done? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: it's it, it's a funny sort of um, set of instructions that it makes you undertake. It's, um, it, it's it's funny in the way that it kind of has that very quick reset sort of element as well. and, and The idea that it is much more of a trial and error thing. But I, I can't quite work out yet whether there is one solution to each of the maps because Hmm. very much as I was doing this sort of trial and everything, I'm like, right, I know that if I put this um, set of shapes, which is what denotes the different shop, if I put this set of shapes here, I know that I'm going to get every single person that comes in. Mm -hmm. The, The speed at which the people come in this way is different to the speed in which the people come across the other way. So both of those need to be optimized correctly to hit those people. Yeah. And then possibly that third shop, I need to earn enough money to then put another shop in to catch both yeah. of them because it will take both streams this was people. The, this was the dual direction, like level three or yes. whatever? Yeah, I think that was level three. Yeah, And then you could put a third building in the middle. So you're yeah. trying to kind of work out what the best... Shape is, and then you get into the little bit more depth of okay, my my shapes are set, my shops that I've put in are set. I can't change them, I can't take them away, unless I start at the beginning again and I can start to put things in. But I can upgrade them. So the depth then comes in. Which one do I upgrade first? Do I Mm -hmm. get to say twelve thousand monies and upgrade this one because it's the cheapest one to upgrade? That will get more people coming through. Or do I just wait until I get 15,000 and then upgrade this? Because actually I know that optimizing that is better for kind of what is happening. And there were so many times when I was getting 99, 98, 97%. Oh, really? And thinking there's just one thing I'm doing wrong. And and like you, Adol, I'm thinking... I just need to slow it down because am I clicking it slightly too late and missing that one person and getting that extra hundred monies to to tick me over to that one hundred. And I tested and I played and it wasn't it wasn't quite that. Every time I was upgrading or something, it was at the the right time to get the right amount of people. And I think there's just something fundamentally wrong with the way I've set myself up from day one.
3: Yeah. Can 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 I say a thing? Yeah, of course. Um, I think a big part of this game. So I found I I stumbled into like a help menu, and they're like, "Caution! If you read this, it it spoils mechanics that you should learn on the way." And I and I I, and I was like, "Cool! I won't then." Um, And I'm annoyed because I know there's a mechanic that I don't get because I've been trying to figure out. Um, But they clearly very much want you to figure things out by like in your trial and error also Mm. like learn what the different loops and and mechanics are for example um it was that level with the like two tracks the the bottom one goes faster than the top one and then um and then the we've passed that it gives you the building in the middle right that level um so you've got sort of people going from point a to b and from b to a b to a slightly quicker but uh there but there you, there's a building in the middle that can will cap capture both and so you're trying to figure out oh i guess i should start with a building on the fast track then the slow track then the middle okay or something like that right you're trying to figure out and then upgrading is like okay so is the middle more important than the fast track and mm. so you have to watch how many people because if a building's open a building's empty it um a little icon goes, and they—I can't, I can't remember what it looks like, but it, basically they're like, ah, "I can't shop here; it's full." Um, and they like and they a they storm on. cloud almost. Yeah, but there's, yeah, the there's two cloud. different storm clouds. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. And, so before I get to that, so while I was trying to figure that out, I, that's when I figured out you can literally queue your next build. Yeah. Mm. So like Ben, you were saying, oh, maybe, it, maybe I'm upgrading time quick and enough. Do the thing that you so can... you you do you click the thing when you don't have the money and you try and buy it and it says no and you try and buy it again and then a little clock yeah. appears and it puts it in the bottom right corner saying this upgrade is queued and you can uh, only queue one upgrade I didn't and that means that. as soon as you make six thousand you buy either. the six thousand yeah. one i didn't know that either yeah. for a
1: while and that's sort of a little gripe i have with this game like the tutorialization could have been better and i looked at like two of those slides on the help menu where it's like, mm. as you say it's like don't don't read this if you want to get spoiled but it's not really anything spoilerific. It's very it's what should have been included in the tutorial. Okay. Um because I'd... finding out like that 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 um queue up mechanic it it wasn't a revelation for me. It was more like, "Oh, why didn't they tell me this in the tutorial?" Yeah, again? I mean, it,
3: mm. that's exactly what I was going to say. Was, "Oh, I was like, "Cool. I'm glad this mechanic exists." And then immediately afterwards was like, why the fuck didn't they tell me about it? <laughs> I think like I think <laughs> it didn't. It didn't feel like it didn't revelatory. Feel,
1: yeah. It didn't feel um, like oh, I, there are definitely some aspects of this game where um, it the revelations come in finding that strategy. I say it's more like trial and error. In yeah, in in the fact that it's like oh, you're only given half of the tutorial and just the way the game is represented you're not going to get all that you know itty bitty data of like oh this shop earned this much by yeah by the end of the day if you fail that is you know and like look at those stats and stuff like that. It is very mm. much trial and error in learning those mechanics more than anything else there is strategy to it absolutely and that uh, when you get to the, some of the later levels and you can start off with like any um they basically give you the money, because you have to buy yeah. these buildings, yes. essentially. They just give you the money. Like, here's your f- f- first one, and it's free. Yeah. But it doesn't all- always necessarily mean, I'm going to buy the shop that has the most capacity. It doesn't mean that. Sometimes you yeah. have to, like, no, I want less capacity, but the people spend more here. Mm-hmm. And, yes, going back to what Ben said, I am also wondering if there's... M- Usually more than one way with the first couple levels to beat beat them, but I think um, the later levels it opens that up a bit. Um, okay, nice. I believe, um, the, unless yeah, I'm just very the, good at the game, <laughs> I don't think I found the only solution. Uh, so, yeah. The one
3: the one thing I'm gonna just ask you then, mm-hmm. Lucy, is so on the level I'm on. Uh, so sometimes. Your building is full, and people go by, and a storm cloud comes, and I can't remember the icon in the cloud that it comes.
1: It's like, but it's sometimes like a lightning bolt.
3: Isn't yeah, mm-hmm. right. But there's a there's like a symbol, and I think it's a zero as in no occupancy. Um, yeah, that's what it is. It's a storm cloud with a little white circle. But sometimes there is occupancy, mm-hmm. and your guy walks. Uh, the guy walks by, and it the storm cloud appears, and it's an equal sign, and I that i know that's what i need to optimize on on this level i'm on because i'm just like but i don't know what the fuck that equals i, I mean i can't it, I think quite figure like it out
1: they have they don't have enough money to spend in that store i think that's what it is so if you like oh, okay hit them hard right because they like take a, a certain amount of money if you hit them yep. hard with like a harrods right 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 of the go and they have like 20 quid left there's no point yeah. showing them a debonance so you have to show them Pound stretcher or something Pound like stretcher, that yeah <laughs> yeah. So,
3: yeah okay that makes a lot more sense because yeah. I, I knew in my head that like oh the big building I want you want like good capacity like the central building kind of thing you want like high capacity but you also want low rate yeah so you hit ev- everyone like your big building gets no matter which wave because you like the, the one i'm on has um one two three four four five buildings in it so mm-hmm. sort of have like two different waves of uh, on the beginning sort of uh four people more money slow and then uh three people uh quick less money mm-hmm. and i wanted the middle to be be able to k- pick up all of them when they come out mm-hmm. but then what i'm struggling with is figuring out the last buildings right yeah like uh and it didn't occur to me that it's it's, it's charging too much mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe I I go back to the days. Yeah. Yeah, So so then maybe that one needs to be because I passed the first three days putting uh, like the cheapest building type on the far end, and maybe I need to change that to uh, a quicker one, just so that I don't lose people once I start hitting them in the middle. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So so like at first I was like, "Mm, this seems like I like. You know, one of those kids toys where you put the right shape in the right hole and it just seems a very hard and obtuse, one of those. But when you start getting more into uh, some of the mid to later levels, yeah, it definitely opens up that kind of strategy. It's like, and you start noticing things. It's like, oh yeah, as Ben was saying, like the people on this side of the road are walking faster or have like a shorter journey to this shop and stuff like that. And you are then just layering on that knowledge onto... Oh, I know this shop has a high capacity. A lot of people spend um, a lot of time there, or in this shop, they spend minimal time there. So I need, you know, a quick revolving doors kind of shop at this, mm. you know, choke point and stuff like that. And the strategy does get pretty interesting. So, yeah, the mm. more I've played, the more I started to enjoy it for sure.
0: And it's quite forgiving as well, in the sense that on some of those levels where you um, where it expands. So you you, you have to hit a a goal by three days Mm -hmm. or or two days. And then Mm. it expands and and basically says, here is the the next difficulty for this level. Um, It doesn't then lock away the next level from you. You only have to hit that first goal without then having to do the harder um, goals for that level. I'm so bad at that though. (laughs) So uh, yes, I, I tried as much as possible to I, I can't remember there was the first one where it, it jumps up to five days and I think I banged my head at several mm. if not tens of times against it and I went nope coming out of this and so stopped playing mm. went and did something else came back and then like oh I could just go to the next level. Yes. Maybe I will. <laughs> so yeah. I did.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I,
1: I like that because, yeah, with games like these, you can become immensely frustrated. Um, mm. I still remember one of the ones in Mini Metro. Was it uh, Saint Petersburg or something? It, it, it still haunts my dreams. Where you have to, like, you know you have to do that level to progress to the next one but no after after a while yeah you just open all the levels so I think all the levels are open to me at this point and it's like Mm. yeah I can just do the first couple days and just complete that or yeah on one of them I definitely did like the five days or something like that so and, and felt like yeah I've got a good grasp on this but the one before I absolutely didn't so I was like I'll just move on but yeah you can yeah. get your fill as much as you want um, good.
0: absolutely and th- going back to the the idea that this um uh, kind of some of the tutorial steps are sort of hidden away behind a menu um which kind of uh, uh, um, uh, not begrudge you what's the word I'm looking it discourages for? It kind of you It discourages <laughs> you yes discourages you from looking through them I wonder and it would be good to know if that is a design choice because of this um like corporate aesthetic that it has to it you know it, mm. it it's like no you failed sorry you're out <laughs> and yeah. then, you know you try again um but the whole idea is you are someone employed by a corporation having to design this and if you fail you lost your job so yeah. whether there is this aesthetic behind the whole thing as well you know it's abstract a little bit in its kind of gameplay it's abstract a little bit in its um, in its aesthetic design as well and again whether it's abstract in the way that it sort of presents its rules to you um, i mean it might just be bad design I, I hiding think... it away but maybe not mm. maybe there is a little bit more to it
3: i mean i think that it's definitely on purpose i don't know if it's as successful as what they want but i because mm-hmm. I, I feel like what they want is oh, there's this, like, rules meta that you have to figure out, and you will enjoy figuring it out. Sure. Uh, and I think they missed the mark there because all three of us are like, eh, and of the rules that we have figured out, it's like, kind of wouldn't mind if you... I don't want you ne- need you to give me, a, like, a legend, right, a key that says <laughs> this icon means this, but, like, I get that. I think you're right that there is this, like, commentary thing of... The tutorial is, like dead easy it's like you click on this you win
2: Mm -hmm. so
3: that's why i think like they they're trying to make a point about it but it kind of fails on the game aspect sure because what i end up feeling is that the gameplay loop of just bashing my head in so so the gameplay loop is repetition which is fine right totally yeah and it's designed well on this is the loop you you trial and error uh, and that helps you figure out For example, like by like the the two dual funicular ones where it's like, oh, I say I need to pay attention not just to the amount, but the speed which they're coming out. Because the optimal way of doing things is the bottom route over the first uh, over the top mm-hmm. route, because there people just come quicker through that. And so you need to figure that out first because you're just missing people if you do the top and then upgrade to the bottom. Because by the time you can upgrade, you 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 don't catch the people. While if you go with the fast route, you catch more people because they're slower. Um, waiting on the top. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, I felt like my time was being ripped off by this like weird epistemic barrier. Like I didn't, okay. f- I don't feel gratified. Like I like I I think they were going for, yeah, it, to- toiling sucks, but I think it got a little less good in some of these rules things where it's like. Uh, and then, like I said, I, I, and I couldn't even remember where I found that help menu. So when I was bashing my head on this one level, I was like, okay, maybe we'll just check that. Oh, fuck. Where where was that? Because mm. I didn't... It, it, also, the help menu that they're discouraging you from wasn't... Like, I stumbled upon it. And when I chose not to follow through, I didn't, like, write down, hey, that help menu is here. And then later on, like, wait, where was that help menu? Mm. Well, they didn't want me to use it anyway. I won't really struggle to look for it. But now I'm just getting frustrated because... Because I didn't make the the connection of oh this place is expensive and that that I, I figured I say, out. That I'm there still was... not
1: even sure if that's correct. That's just kind of what I, I mean, drew from. I I, I the, think it the people makes sense being like because... fully gray and like all washed out. Yeah, down, I was so,
3: gonna say because so yeah. what happens is all the people start black and then as they go to shops, they they turn like it's like they take they turn from the top down in chunks into gray silhouette. So mm-hmm. they like. So you can see how much they 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 money they have coming into a into a shop. And as soon as you said that, I'm like, yeah. All my mental picture of all the ones that with that icon is, it's like up to their ankles. That's it. Yeah. And that all those guys just reject the shop over and over. I couldn't figure that out on my on my own. And I couldn't find. I, I the help menu wasn't even a, a place I could jump to because it wasn't clear. And because the first time I went there, they're like, don't fucking use this. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. Like it, like. It, and so instead, I just like. The repetition loop was me not doing the connection that the the level design wanted me to.
2: Yeah,
1: I, th- I think the biggest problem with this game is probably just the onboarding. Um, if they had those tutorials front and center, and then subsequently you are not starting to bash your head against the wall and fight against the mechanics that you're unaware of in the first couple levels, and you understood that right from the get-go i think you'd probably have a better experience with it um because i've enjoyed kind of figuring that stuff out but not as much but that's in that pales in comparison to the frustration that i had first of all like Mm. i want to know how to you know i want to learn the strategy Maybe there's a side of this game, I think there probably is, where you can get like an Excel spreadsheet and a calculator, and then start making those strategies and figuring out, you know, all these different um, permutations and which building can go where and stuff like that. I'm sure there's probably that depth to it, and I am just starting to scratch the surface on that little bit of strategy and depth, um, Mm. and, you know, some of the levels of Designed well around that, you know the different channels and different choke points and stuff like that. So the last couple levels, I I've, I've started to enjoy myself. I'm just thinking, why couldn't I have had this experience mm. from the get from the get go? Um, yeah. So I, th- I think that's just where the downfall of this game is. I think everything yeah. else is, you know, from the presentation. Even though the um, cynical corporation thing has been done to death in video games and most other media, it's like it's still charming enough in this game, and mm-hmm. yes, yeah, it's uh, it's not going to be like my favorite strategy game of like, you know, it's, it's not going to be up there with like Mini Metro for me, um, but uh, yeah, it's a, no, certainly no, a
3: competent one of those. Um, it also yeah. has weird UI. I'll also say this last thing, then we can move on. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the UI is just like I feel like they needed a little more QA because even after the tutorial level, it just gives you the screen and it, and then it says quit on the right side. Not, not like next. It's always
1: quit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And I, and mm-hmm. so I just stared. I'm like, well, I don't want to quit. I want to go to the next <laughs> level. Yeah. I'm like, is this gonna exit the game? Is this gonna go to the main menu? And then I and it turns out it, it the tutorial quits the main menu and then you can start the game. But also, when you're playing through, it's still a quit, not a next. And and like little things like that. And I can't remember. I didn't. I didn't want to gripe. I didn't want to make a gripes list. But there were a couple other UI moments that were very rem- like they have that mm. same feeling of. Like I get what you're like. I I, I can do it, but what, like this is, could be so much easier. This very small tweak. Like yeah. I don't know why it's labeled this way or why it's closed, like if, twice this way. If it's
1: a localization thing, I'm yeah. still trying to see where they're based. Um, um, sure. So yeah,
3: that was that was the only thing. Again, I I I think I'll actually return to it, especially with if only to beat that one level, right? Like, which is <laughs> what which is what you want, right? Is like yeah, absolutely. Uh, because you know, as soon as I beat that level, I'm going to try the next one, and then yep. I'll be stuck in that loop. That's exactly mm-hmm. what you want. But, like, the the frustration, et cetera, is, like, if it takes me... If this piece of knowledge doesn't get me to, you know, two, three, four tries, getting that level, even if I get that level, I won't even try the next one. Like, that's my worries because of that frustration... Um,
1: yeah, they're based, in, they're based in France, so I don't know if that's a... Like localization Mm. thing, Um, Mm. uh, or yeah, as I say, like go back, read the tutorials, and see if you find any that depth of strategy that you may want. I know you don't like tower defense games, but this isn't exactly one of those. But yeah, I'd give the next few levels a try and see if you're Mm -hmm. finding that uh, enjoyment that I started to.
2: Yeah,
0: Mm. nice, good. Let's rip them off. Uh, Let's move on to something else. Lucy, I know Hmm. there's another game that you'd like to talk about uh, this evening.
1: There is indeed. Paper Mario. No. I finished Paper Mario. Um, (laughs) Origami King one. Yes, the Origami King. As me and Adil were talking about offline, didn't get the best reviews. Um, I think that's from people who like that series. I've never played a Paper Mario game. And um I don't care too much for RPGs anyway, so this was just very much a, a rocket
3: propelled grenades.
1: <laughs> True. Yes. We like those kinds of RPGs, but um what was I gonna say?
3: <laughs> sorry i told totally No, forgot. no
1: no it's uh, fine i should be used to it now i should just be able to yeah, <laughs> yeah um, you're not
3: really into rpgs but you enjoyed yeah.
1: it's just like a puzzle adventure game um mm-hmm. which i very much enjoyed it, the art's great it's it's very charming it's delightful it's got that paper craft aesthetic like you know all paper marios and yeah um yeah, it was. It had some heartfelt moments, some some moments that were genuinely like scary, and it is a really, really funny game. And it's nice to see Nintendo like off a leash and being you know, like doing weird stuff with that property and like everything in the Mushroom Kingdom. So yeah, really enjoyed it. Um,
0: you started this a little while ago as well. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I seem to remember we did have a conversation about your kind of your initial thoughts uh, on it, and that must have been a.
1: It was Mm,
2: was more than a month ago, ago, right? Two months ago, yeah.
1: I I've been taking it slow because I think a lot of people said that um, there's too many like battles in it, and it's it's probably like a twenty over twenty hour game. It's it's one of those classics. It's like, oh, we got to do this, and it's like, oh no, but we have to do several other things. To be able to do this thing, even though it's right in front of us, so yeah, I, I took it slow. I took I took um some time off it and stuff like that. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed it in the end. Good. Um, yes, the game that I wanted to talk about, other than Rip, yeah, <laughs> this week.
3: No, sorry, you used your you used your game talking about Ticket Up with saying you didn't want to talk about Paper Mario. So <laughs> sorry,
1: I wouldn't have talked about it unless I had finished it today. And I finished it. I was, that, that was a really nice experience. Mm. It's happy, you know. We need happy things in the world right now. So right. Um, so, so what yeah. was the
3: game, he, he says, because he was being a dick? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that game is called Pendragon, which is the newest game. It came out today. The re- day of recording is Tuesday, uh, 22nd September. Yep. Um, yeah, it's from Inkle. Uh, What's that? A pen. Oh, Sorry, you were a bit blurry, so I was like, "It's like fine." Pregnant. I was being dumb, um, and you
3: were you were looking, so I was like, "Oh, I can make the pen fly," and, and that's fine because it won't derail Lucy. And then, at, <laughs> like mid mid hop, you're like, "What the fuck is a dill doing?" And you're like, "Ah, oh, I mistimed that." My point was to be dumb for anyone who's watching, but not to actually derail things.
1: No worries, you're you're a Pen dragon, yeah. yeah, pen dragon, Inkle game, Inkle who have been known to. Uh, make very story-heavy, story-rich games. Mm-hmm. Eighty Days, Heaven's ah, Vault. Right which I still want really want to play. Apparently, it's coming to Switch. Oh, I'm just waiting for it to, because it's it, it's on PC, but mm-hmm. that's a sit down with a cup of tea in your bed mm-hmm. kind of archaeology, it's, it's, linguist game. Yeah, I'm, I really ling-
0: it's all about deciphering language, isn't it? Yeah,
1: very my jam. um um, do, you know, I lo- I love stuff to do with, like translation and stuff like that. And, and did a well, tried to do a degree about it, but half of the degree was not that. But there you go. <sighs> <sighs> twenty grand worth of death debt, death and
2: death Degree <laughs> almost killed. Degrees me. aren't worth it. Trust me. <laughs> no. Just. <me. laughs> but anyway. Also
3: twenty grand. Jesus Christ. No, no. Of- oh wait, no. Yeah, I guess my PhD technique probably costs that much over the years. I'm never paying
1: it back.
0: Um <laughs> That's good. When you're, fi- when you're 50 grand into student
3: loans, then... Uh, oh. know,
0: really? God, I don't
1: understand. I don't either. I think that's a... This, is,
3: a unit, this is me being, pr- being responsible and not letting us go down that fucking rabbit hole. Cause <laughs> boy, will that just be the whole episode. Right. Yeah. In-
1: right. so new oh, games. actually, yeah, hold on table. a second. Dragon. What
3: was the first game we were talking about? Just <laughs> apropos of nothing? Pendragon. <laughs> no we were talking about rip them off um, uh, <laughs> anyway so n- n- not rip off talking talking um pendragon sorry <laughs> yes. sorry sorry sorry
1: yeah no it's fine um oh, sorry right. yes because i was just talking about heaven's Belt, so yes good good to get me back mm. on track onto pendragon um this is a turn-based strategy game um I say turn based strategy game and everyone knows here that I'm not a massive fan of turn based strategy games um so this is very much a still just a very st- not probably not story rich game but it, it the the turn based mechanics and the gameplay is very entwined and um attached to storytelling uh the game takes place in Um, like Times of King Arthur, Camelot, Round table all those fun characters that I know next to nothing about. Um, (laughs) uh, but basically you're building up, uh, up to the point where Arthur faces off against Sir Mordred. And I'm learning who all these characters are for the first time in this game. I don't know what that says about me and my literature and my, uh, literacy and everything like that, but what are you gonna do? Um... I watched Haven't Sword
3: you seen in Monty the Python? huh? Have I not
1: watched? You've seen Monty Python, Do you, uh, the yeah. yeah that's just as bad as saying <laughs> I played a game about Arthurian I times. Mean, that's that's yeah. where
3: most of my Arthurian knowledge comes
0: from.
1: <laughs>
2: oh man, I was a
3: big mythology like nerd uh, in like late, late um, elementary, early middle school. So like I read a whole bunch of especially like like adaptations that are like or like here's the myth and easy mm. to read form. So, boy, are you like strategy RPG? Uh, and it's a, about King Arthur. And then I like slyly bring it up on Steam and I'm like, oh, it's literally a tabletop like it, it's mm. to resemble like an RPG. Yeah. On yeah. a grid, like moving Checkable your dudes. Grid, I'm like,
2: yeah. huh
3: cool. <laughs> This sounds great. And also Lucy likes it, which means it's not cumbersomely strategic.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, But but yeah, as you say, it's done on like a checkered board. It's got this like really nice, i describe it as like stained glass window Mm. kind of look to the characters. Sort of like paper book, uh, pop out book um, kind of aesthetic to it as well. But yeah, you're you're, you're moving your um, characters, which are, you know... People like Sir Lance a lot. Um, do any of these names ring a bell to you, like Sir? Yeah. Faye and like stuff Guinevere like that. and. Guinevere, yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. Um, the classic characters, yeah. Um, you start off with Guinevere and Sir Lance a lot as your first characters that you can choose from, and along the way uh, to Camelot, you're basically recruiting other people, um, fighting against uh, Sir Meridred. Nights, and what you know, like packs of dogs, spiders, because spiders are always fun in games. Um, uh, <laughs> Giants, oh, all of those giant spiders <laughs> yeah. that used to roam, yeah. you know, Wessex, yeah, 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 they're still around, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> and and yeah, and and what's really what I really like about the game is that every decision that you make, um, and these are like you know. The, In between battles, you're, like, going over this, um, kind of, like, overworld and choosing your next destination, so there's, like, branching paths and stuff, but even down to, like, individual moves that you make in the game, everything is narrated, and everything, Mm. you know, calls back to previous decisions, like, um, interactions between the characters that you have in your party, and everything's got this really, like, fluid and dynamic storytelling, like, Mm. Nice. Uh, at one point on one of my runs cuz this is a run based game i'll get into oh, okay. more into that later um like one of my um uh character one of my party died and it's like they referred to that in the next in the next um battle mission going yeah in the next mission going to the next um next place on the map it's just, it's, it's just really smart how the story always remains that fluid and dynamic and even when you're like restarting runs with the same characters different things happen it's like everything feels randomized it probably Mm. is that very much randomized because like on one run where i started with sir lancelot um you know the starting grid was always the same um where i was and i was like oh i'm gonna have to go through this, I hope there's a skip button. You don't need it because basically it condenses the writing when it needs to. It's like, OK, you've done this before. It's like Sir Lancelot arrives at this brook and then he carries on his way. And um, on one of the occasions, it's like, oh, I just want to, you know, go through this. But it's like, oh, no, the person who, who the scholar who, you know, rode, rode um, his boat with Sir Lancelot in him, he became my party that time. But the last time he wasn't. So it's um, as I say, it, it's it's got all these randomised events. You meet you know different characters in the round table at different junctures in the story. It's it each run probably takes about an probably about an hour. Um, okay. Quite honestly, you can extend that time by going to more places before you go reach Camlin. Um, but. Yeah, and I, I've played this I, I've probably done several runs at this point and at no point did it ever feel repetitive, did it ever feel boring. I'm nice. still mm. unlocking new characters, new stories, new um interactions and stuff like that.
0: Good. Good.
1: So yeah, it's 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 something that on paper I wouldn't like. <laughs> A run based, <laughs> turn based strategy, but it's it it is it really blends those kind of storytelling and and its gameplay well together. I don't think I think it's greater than the sum of its parts. I don't think the strategy is. I'll get more into the strategy for a bit because um, I should really describe that. But I don't think the strategy is, has that much depth to be that on its own, and I don't think the mm. story is that compelling on its own. But together, mm-hmm. it, it, it's a really interesting mix. You were going to say something, Ben, do you want
0: to... I was. I was going to say, what made you pick this up? Mm. With it being a strategy game, Arthurian sort of legend, not something that you're into, is it just Inkle's pedigree and their previous games?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Plus they sent me the code, so that helped me. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for it. I was like, Ben, I know the answer. Ben, I know the answer. But, um, yeah. No, absolutely. It's Inkle's pedigree. For sure. Um... And it, and it carries over in this, but yeah, the strategy, I'll I'll quickly, mm. I'm not going to go into all of it, because a lot of it is, I'm still figuring it out. Um, the first few runs, I was just like, I, I didn't quite understand it, but now I'm, I'm it just like ripping them off, I'm starting to understand the depth and see, mm. um, you know, what there is to it, but basically it's uh, going back to the grid-based thing. Um mm. your characters uh once they move across the grid it, it basically colours it in red and the enemy's blue. Um best thing to do is um you know, capture that territory gives you more options in combat and stuff like that. Um Wait, is this Splatoon? Ju- <laughs> is it red Wait, and strategy Splatoon?
3: No, that's green and purple. Oh fuck, yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, it's yellow yeah. and purple. Yeah,
3: yeah. And what was I thinking? But like, well like yeah, I mean uh, but me. <laughs> so, so, sorry, I didn't mean to I mean, i meant to interrupt you, but like yeah. so um are you mo- can I just ask for more clarification? Mm-hmm. Are you moving before combat or like during combat, and that means that certain squares are better for you like i just I get that touching a square changes a color, I just mm-hmm. not if you could yeah. say a little more about like what that means
1: it depends because um there are two different stances there's like linear stance and diagonal stance, um a lot of the combat in particular depends on which stance you're in um, right. but then you are it, it, i think it's diagonal stance i could be getting this absolutely wrong i think it's diagonal stance you have to be in to attack usually but oh you, each character um your pawns di- yes we're, we're pawns Sorry. yeah but basically pawns yeah um but but you do start getting like oh more more um moves like now I'm basically a queen or a rook. I can right. move across a large number of um squares. Group it, squares and attack at the end, or I can attack even when I'm in linear stance when I'm not in diagonal stance and stuff like that. so yeah, you start unlocking things, so it you can um recover or take over territory from the beginning whilst attacking or just whilst moving across the grid and you can get to the other side of the grid and just evade everybody and do it that way you can have like a peaceful run but it definitely takes a while to unlock those you you need several um, combat scenarios usually to unlock more combat for for your own characters, more moves for your own characters. Right. So going straight to Camlan is never a great idea because you got all these characters and it's like they have no no attacks, no mm-hmm. decent combat attacks that would help you. So yeah, today I defeated Sir Mordred for the first time. Oh, it felt good. Nice. Okay. Because I so started. So
2: you're
1: done. Wa- I, I'm on. I'm done on that run, but then I started up a new run like straight after because I was like, I, I, there's more characters to see. I want to start okay, learning. Nice. Okay. the So the, the okay. strategy a bit more and the mechanics, and it and it
0: it's held you in, in going back and wanting to discover that and, and look at that more. And the writing is is good enough that you've thought, well, yes, I have finished this, but I want to explore yeah. everything. I want to see these other characters. I want to know what's happening on sort of the wider story and and with everybody else. So that's yeah. uh, a, a testament to it, really. That yes, it was quick to get through and you know, I, quick being very objective there um, <laughs>
1: quick for most runs. basically yeah. yes yeah.
0: yes but that it has you going sort of straight back in
1: yeah um, the last thing I'll say about it is yeah it'll take you, take you a while to understand that strategy and then what I think is really smart is that only on like successful runs or runs to it, I think you really get close to the ending You'll start to unlock new difficulties. Um, mm. So it's like assuming that it's like okay, you you you've bested Sir Mordred and his knights. You you're starting to grasp these mechanics. Try a harder difficulty and stuff like okay. that. Okay, so. nice. Yeah, um, there's a whole morale system which it's probably getting into the weeds a bit, but um, you know if you if you if you skip too many turns by just holding your position or. You know, it's got a day-night cycle. If you don't feed your um, party, they'll lose mm. morale and stuff like that. And morale mm. is basically the juice that you need to do some of these combat moves. Um, so it's always best to ah, keep morale. so like okay.
3: when you unlock new new moves, their morale is yeah. like the currency for them.
1: Yeah, you need like your action free points morale or, whatever. or whatever. Yeah, action. Bo- yeah, absolutely. But yeah, that's... Man, it. did that's you it. ever that's play?
3: That's Saga?
0: Did you ever play the Banner Saga?
3: I knew he was going to say that.
1: No, mm. and I have no intention It sounds
0: very it. similar.
3: <laughs> sounds does sound very <laughs> similar. I, I, they like, also uh, like the, th- the art too. Is like
0: a little. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, the story maybe for maybe for for Pendragon is a little bit more intertwined through the combat. Mm. Stuff, you know? The Banner Saga was very much here is a story moving across the map, uh, making your decisions. Here is a combat encounter. Here is then the story you're going through. Pendragon seems like that is maybe a bit more fused. Yeah, um, yeah. Stuff is stuff is happening on the battlefield as you're making those tactical decisions, and, and that is affecting things rather than it being something that is then brought up later. It's something that happens then
1: instead. Yeah, I have nothing but admiration for those three games and the people who play them. They just, four. Mm, there's four.
3: Isn't there four now? No, oh, three. Yeah. The banner over Yeah, it, I, think I, think I think there's, I think there's there. only three.
1: Um, they just seem a bit too morose and long. they are very much. Yes, yes. <laughs> I need my little baby, you know, pop up book <laughs> turn strategy game that lasts an hour before I can go to bed, crying.
3: I mean, you should. Play, did you ever play the Mario one?
1: <laughs> the Paper Mario one. No, no, no,
3: Mario rabbits
1: no yeah you you talked about it didn't you i talked about
3: it yeah but i'm saying did lucy i I always
1: i always considered it and then i'm just like i'm not giving ubisoft money it's on it's on ah that's fair yeah
3: that is fair i i got a (laughs) donkey a few years before i realized absolutely that they were you didn't you didn't see
1: that news story and then just rush out and buy it no
3: (laughs) no i i mean i i just was like judging myself for supporting their like terrible generic approach to triple a games yeah. but it was like well this is actually them not being terrible and generic and then it was like oh it turns out they're terrible in all kinds of other ways <laughs> oops
1: i played it at egx and it kicked my ass so um i was like this is even though this has the baby aesthetic on the baby platform i mean i, I mean this is it wasn't hard.
2: easy easy yeah
1: no. but yeah i've always been interested in that game but yeah it, it may be one but um until Nintendo get 100% of the profits <laughs> that like, uh, I might stay away from for a bit longer. So.
3: Never happening. Um, I'm going <laughs> to open a beer. I agree. I agree you are opening a beer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. There's weird. There, on the aftertaste of this um, chocolate stout, I got a hint of something, and I don't know where it's coming from. Almost aniseed-like. There's just a little hint of that. I don't know where it like right on the tail end, now that I'm just having, because I've been sipping it constantly mm. and now I'm done. Uh, so just the finish is going longer than I kind of let mm-hmm. it. There's just something a little licorice y Yes, super yes. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. I didn't notice that before because I think I was just refilling my, my, my mouth with sweet. So I didn't let the finish get to that part. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um,. I'm also ready for a second beer. Oh,
0: good, good, right. So, I'm going to open up a double IPA from Odyssey Brewing Company. Oh, wow. Well. This is Return oh well. of the Boom Bat. <laughs> huh. Uh, there's no flavor text. Uh, all it tells me is Drink fresh. Serving temperature 8 to 10 degrees to maximize hot aroma and flavor. Unfiltered allergens are the normal allergens. It doesn't give me anything further than that. Uh, it was canned in August of this year. Freshest before ooh, I like this. Freshest before November, and then best before February. So it's giving sort of a three-month period on its mm. freshness. Yeah, you, know, you can
1: like um, stay stay in like the fresh Prince of Bel Air mansion. Yay. I forgot to tell you.
0: Yeah, only until November.
1: I think it's only for like LA residents or something. And you're not allowed to oh, use boom. the kitchen. Mm. But it's like really what? cheap. Because of COVID and stuff like that. Right?
2: No.
1: I, just ran. No. I heard Fred. There's his face
0: there. <laughs> I, the apparently, wash his, wash his face. you
1: get invited to like their Instagram story or something like that. And they're not actually there, but um, you know, you get to. Hang out on Wills Instagram. What was the
0: butler called? Gregory? Jeffrey. You said it. Jeffrey. (laughs) I did say it the other day, yes. I knew the G was there, yeah. That's what you want. You want to be able to bowl up to the mansion, chill out for an afternoon, just get served by Jeffrey. Yeah. That's
1: what you need. But I don't think anyone's there, sadly. You don't have a kitchen, so I don't know what you're going to do. It'd be like, you stay the night <laughs> and that's it. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure the actor who played Jeffrey's got much better things to do.
3: I don't think he does. <laughs> I don't think he's done fuck all since.
1: <laughs> he can retire on that, surely. Oh no, oh, I he think he managed, probably oh, yes. did retire because yeah. that,
3: that show's been syndication.
1: It, it, um, it's, a, it's 30 year um, anniversary like soon, I think. Is it? Shut up. Mm. I don't need to hear
3: That's that's too much. That's too much anniversary. Yeah. 1990.
1: Yeah, I thought it was older than that. I
2: thought it was. Whoa, Andy Borowitz
3: of the Borowitz Report made. How did I not know that Andy Borowitz? Really? Holy shit! What old tangent we've gone on, Lucy. I've got the guy who wrote Pleasantville, (laughs) created the Fresh Prince. Sorry. Yes, I will stop. Being aghast at weird things <laughs> on the internet. No, I won't. But I'll try. <laughs> Lucy, what are you drinking?
1: I've got a left-handed giant beer. Um, this Ooh, is the lovely. Sky Above. Got a uh, crate, I don't want a box really of these. Um, this is their 4.5% pale ale. Oh, here we go. At our Pro, we specialise in unfiltered lagers and crisp sessionable beers. I how say, yeah, I was like. I was like, this isn't a... Is this lager? This is a... Yeah. It's like, why are you saying... That's a weird way to start this, but... um, Because it's not a lager. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, it says pale ale here, and I'm sure I drank, like, 11 of these and not thought it was a lager prior to this, so... um, (laughs) Anyway, our house session pale is easy drinking and hot forward. It features an extra pale malt base combined with citrus, limcoe, and mosaic to create a crisp, sessionable ale with bright citrus notes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? My brain broke thinking I hadn't been drinking pale ales all this time.
0: <laughs>
3: oh, good. at all.
0: Yes what is your
3: next collaboration stout? I mean, you know what it is. I do because know what it is, yeah. You, we, we did a beer trade. Um, this is the Northern Monk Lurvig Vanilla Cacao and Almond Imperial Stout. Uh, oh, there you go. Northern Monk Classic Labeling. Mm. Looks like there's a bit of a pirate, a, not pirate ship, a merchant ship in the background. Um, their Assassin's Creed logo. Uh, Yeah, it is, it's a nice looking can. <laughs>
0: oh, that is it is Assassin's Creed Valhalla Have you the never beer, made that connection? Like,
3: yeah. I always think, ah, oh, look, it's it's fucking it Assassin's Creed boy again. Um,
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and with the, if, they got if, the
0: long boats, the long boats in the background.
3: Oh it's yeah, old. this is like black flag. Yeah. The beer.
2: <laughs> no mate, it's uh, Valhalla
0: in it. It's Valhalla beer.
2: No, that game yeah. doesn't
3: exist. Oh, well.
0: I mean, yes, None of you're us right. Can play, um, anyway. yeah, so, this is a well,
2: twist
3: but... on the Northern Star. Uh, it's an indulgent Imperial Stout inspired by Norwegian ingredients. Skal. Uh, so, yes, you're right. It is. It, if it's an Assassin's Creed, it's the upcoming one, even yeah. though I want to pretend it doesn't exist because, well, you know.
1: <laughs> even though it would be like the best. Aforementioned <laughs>
3: conversation that we tried to avoid talking about Ubisoft, yes. Ubisoft, Ubisoft. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, It. oh right, so it is, um, so it's this Imperial Stout, it's got vanilla cacao and almond, and what I missed was it is a hefty 9%. Ooh,
1: that is hefty. Mm-hmm. You lot on the heavies.
0: Hefty as oh. well, for a supermarket beer.
3: Yes, so what I wanted to say before I talked about this one too much was, Ben sourced these at a supermarket. mm and uh, we did a bit of a trade z's because i got quality beer for supermarket prices and uh, i don't (laughs) live near said supermarket so uh some of my leftover wiper and trues went to a good good home hopefully and i got to try these um which in these covid times me not having to go to a supermarket and getting tasty quality craft beer that's available at supermarkets just like a win-win-win
2: um
3: although ben if someone wanted to get these, which supermarket was it? Oh, yeah. I can't remember. Morrison's. Aha.
0: The Yorkshire one.
3: Cool. Um, yeah, so what, what are you drinking, Ben? How's it taste? Yeah, where where you were first, right? I've lost track yes, of art. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Yes, so, I tried um, to do the casual throw back into rotation, and it was like, ah, oh, fuck, I didn't pay
0: attention.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's a lovely color.
0: Uh, similar actually to the um to the previous beer which was from pipeline uh, a little deeper perhaps um it's nose comes across very fruity um sort of a big sort of fruity flavor on there but there's kind of something else in the background as well that when i was when I cracked the can and it came through i couldn't quite pick up on it, but tasting it you are getting. Nice fruit coming through, but there's this slight, a slight stewiness to it. Whether it is something that's maybe a little more, um, a little more pithy, something like um, you know, more of a bitter melon kind of in there as well with this. Getting a little bit of stone fruit in there, but it's um, a little bit of orange as well. But it's it's a big mix of fruits. There's not really one that I can kind of pick out. It's sort of a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Uh, A lot going on. But it does make for a very pleasant flavour. It's not quite as thick as maybe 8.5% would suggest. Um, It's not thin either. It's very medium bodied. has a little a very, very small touch of Kind of oiliness, a little, a tiny bit of viscosity in there, not much at all, but something that kind of just coats the tongue very slightly, mm. uh, and that I think keeps the flavour kicking around a lot longer uh, than it, it may do. Um, I'm still getting all of these fruits, and it's not even as I'm drinking one kind of comes to the fore a little bit more. Everything stays very consistent through this flavour. So whilst it is a big mix of different fruits going on, they all stick around. Nothing fades, nothing pushes through too much. You can sort of pick little hints out every now and again, but it all does just fade together very, very well. Oh, it's making me gassy. (laughs) It's not even a gassy, it's not even a a carbonated bit. I'm just drinking too fast. (laughs) but it does as well and I think this is what I was getting off of the nose it has a little bit of an alcohol burn to it so I think that's something that Odyssey incorporate and I seem to remember having previous Odyssey beers which were bigger percentages where you can tell that they are where you have that alcohol burn in the background and this does just sit there whether that is adding to dry me out as well um, but it, it, it is just there and I think it presents itself first as almost a little kind of perfumed sweetness mm. and then suddenly like oh no that's alcohol oh yeah there it is um, and it doesn't hide it, doesn't try and hide it which is, is quite nice, I'm not going to bang this back because I'm getting that feel from it, I'm getting the alcohol coming through, I can tell that this is a bigger bit. Um
1: so, sounds I mean, good. I am, I, am,
0: I am drinking it pretty yeah. quickly, to yeah. be fair. I haven't uh, had a of beer
1: in ages, man.
0: No, neither have I. Uh, oh. I. I actually went to the bottle shop this evening. Hmm. Uh, it's been the first time I've been able to get over there, and, and bottles and books where I went um, have yes. now reopened for you to go in and purchase beers. It's not sort of online orders now or collection orders or anything like that. So, cool. I actually got to go in and peruse the uh, the fridges. So,
1: that oh, must have been for very now. nice. I mean, <laughs>
0: yeah, for now, and yes, it was very nice. Yes, but for I one did day see, <laughs> this was your. I think you <laughs> yeah, <did>. yeah, probably, <laughs> I did. I did see a kind of that was all I saw, uh um, sticking out yeah. from the thing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's from Odyssey. I have one of those. Yes. yes. Um, so, Lucy. Yeah. Uh, How is the uh, sky above?
1: Even though it isn't a lago, it doesn't look like one. It is <laughs> completely clear. Yeah, maybe a little bit of haze, but yeah. Um, very, very light straw coloured. Um, nice, you know, white. Probably half a finger, white head. Nice. Tiny, isn't it? Tiny head on that. Yeah. Bit bubbly, but yeah. Um, you're not really getting much on the aroma. Maybe a little mm. bit, of, a bit of. Tinniness, actually. It's not got a great smell. Mm. Not getting much fruit on it, but um, I mean, I've already tasted this. I've already had like eleven of these, but I'll go for another <laughs> t- swig,
0: just in case you discover something new.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's a four point. Was it four point five? Wasn't it? Yeah, four point five percent pale ale. That they, they said it's sessionable. It's it's not got. Heaps amount of flavor in it, it, it's not gonna. Um, did it say what hops are in this? <sighs> Mosaic, um, and Simcoe, um, and Citra. So there's a lot of hops in it, but you're not getting mm. massive amounts of flavor to be honest. You're not getting a massive amount of fruit forward flavor. Maybe I'm spoiled a bit after the overtone beer, but yeah, it's 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 light, it's thin. Not thin in a bad way. It's just light bodied. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, it is very sessionable. Um, maybe you could have eleven in a day. <laughs> Wouldn't advise it, but you, you could. You? But <laughs> I didn't. Um, let's be clear. Maybe five, but. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it is very much that that session strength that that um yeah it's it's easy it's the it's their mm-hmm. they say it's their house session pay out it's mm-hmm. this is very good oh is is, is if this is the standard that you're working from then yes, i mean we already know that everything l h d does is great but um mm-hmm. yeah it, this is just a very good beer it's i i bought i bought it 'cause it was cheap three pound a can and you're still get in mm. decent amount of flavor decent amount of taste um yeah, I, I like this beer. It's very, it's very, very light. Um, yeah, we'll say that. So yeah, this, this would be perfect if it was. Well, it was hot last week. Um, mm. So yeah, perfect for like, perfect garden beer. Nice in the sun, which is yeah, no more probably for the rest of the year.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what you're done now. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Not much to ah. say, but it's a it's, it's a solid beer.
0: Good. But Good. I'd suggest yeah.
1: probably anything else from the giant yeah. to be <laughs> Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, Adol, how's your bear?
3: Yeah. I think starting with a 6.6 and moving to a 9. It's like, oh, this is strong. Um, also, haven't been sleeping well. Also, my voice cracked. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I really up.
2: like the bear. <laughs> They're so much fun.
3: Oh, that's more like a weird clown. I apologize to everyone for having to hear that. I tried to force a crack and said it just went, like, upper register. That
1: just sounded like Elmo's balls dropped. I don't
3: think I can do it, Elmo. Anyway, um, <laughs> I can do a Krusty, but... Uh, Please what do. Well, you got, got to do it now.
1: <laughs> that's Woody Woodpecker.
3: Yeah, I know. Sorry, I'm thinking of the Krusty doll in that episode of The Simpsons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the treehouse of horror one. Very yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because you fucking nailed it. But you're right; it is Woody Woodpecker because I'm pretty sure that's what they were moving. Um, anywho, oof Ah, uh. hey, this is available on the internet. Potential n- hiring people who Google me. <laughs> I, get, I, I got your niche Simpsons references down cold. Anyway, um, the North Star. Actually, I think I just called it vanilla, cacao, and almond imperial stout, and forgot to say that it was called the North Star. North Star. It's very mm. good. It's um, the nose is um, I, hmm. It's almost like a like a dark chocolate and cherries sort of nose, like like a chocolate covered cherry. Um. Mm uh like maraschino cherries and chocolate it's exactly that sort of nose with a little a little more maltiness but yeah uh it's um you can see it's it it doesn't it's a it's thicker than the previous beer almost no head but it's like things like it takes a while for for the bubbles to, to to drop i don't know if you can see because the bubbles are so tiny um it uh That thickness is also there. Like, it's got a velvety um, mouthfeel and texture. And uh, you immediately get start with the vanilla. You kind of go to the cacao and you finish a bit almondy. Like, it actually does that in order. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, really, the cacao is just kind of there. Again, it's just like the nose has got that sort of dark chocolate. It's just like, yep, this is a stout. It's almost no roasted notes. This is except at the very end of the finish when everything else leaves. You're like, ha, right. There's like those sturdy malted notes but most of the maltiness is less less burnt um and it yeah it, it starts kind of too sweet and i and that's where the vanilla is i think the vanilla is like just pushing the sweetness a little too hard in the beginning but then the cacao uh, and, and then sort of the full-bodiedness of the taste kick in um And then as that recedes, that's when you notice that, like, almondy Again, like, almond liqueur-ish. Very light, but almond liqueur on the finish. And it's only until that leaves that you're like, right. Standard stout finish. So it does all the things kind of in order, which is kind of wild. It's like vanilla, cacao, almond, imperial stout. Um, But, well, to be fair, the cacao, I think, is actually mostly just throughout the whole thing. But Mm -hmm. it's... um, Because it's so thick it gets away with that slightly too sweet start, especially because it's kind of brief. And, and and because it's with the vanilla, it's, it's like, oh, uh, right? Like you're like, is it too much? And by the time you're like trying to figure that out, it's already moved yes. along to the other yes. parts of the beer. So even if it's a suboptimal part of the taste curve, it's just quick enough that you're like, well, the vanilla was there. They didn't lie on the tin. And not, oh, I didn't like the vanilla. Like it's just manages to be quick enough that, I think if it stayed, I'd be like, oh, I wish there was no vanilla in this. And now I'm kind of indifferent just because of the, the pacing and, and the fact that it helps interact with the rest of the tastes in the beer. Mm. Um, it is thick. It is mm. stouty.
1: It doesn't,
3: it doesn't have the alcohol sickly sweet of 9%, but I know it is just because it's a thick stout. Yeah. Um,
1: sounds good. It sounds like Amoretti
3: yeah a little bit and i think that's what i like about it is like mm-hmm. it's the fact that and i think that's what the vanilla is doing is by the, once it recedes it just helps work with that almond taste mm-hmm. such that when we're closer to the finish the vanilla almondy thing just gives you that liqueur taste again and, and mm. with the booziness and you're like ah right the type of liqueur you would put into a light not super strong coffee to make it more interesting yeah and it's like right those slightly roasted but mostly stouty multi notes are just like a maybe too boring coffee but that works so well because mm. that's where you would want to put those other tastes like it just it's like all oh, right boring coffee you don't put like an almond liqueur in a good coffee right because you want to <laughs> because you want to you want to taste all the bits of the coffee so actually yeah. the fact that it's doing kind of just like a coffee-esque note is works so well with with the other things going on, yeah, yeah. So that's I, I that. i if I can at your local Morrison's, or at least Ben's local Morrison's, because I understand <laughs> that they're they, they 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 don't necessarily carry all of them in all of the places. That's mm. sort of the shtick,
0: right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, some some of them some stores have had most of the new beers and then there's been some very localised releases. So like Omnipolo have gone into um, some Morrison's stores. But I think they are um, the northeast, basically. Mm-hmm. Yorkshire and the northeast have got them. Um, I had a Lervig beer from Morrison's as well, which was nice. Nothing special, but it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Branching out. Good yeah. to see they've gone over to sort of Scandinavia, and gone well where, well. where can we go from Yorkshire? Well, east, I suppose. Let's go and see what's over
1: there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just you know, across the North Sea. Yeah. Hop, skipping, a jump away. But um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because um, one, well, I think Morrison's. What I saw on Twitter, one Morrison started carrying Brummy Brewery uh, beers, mm. as opposed really? to just yes. the Co-op around me. But um, yeah, so. That that's maybe just that Morrison's, that very local Morrison's to the the brewery, but I'll I'll, I'll see, we'll see. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, it'd be good to see if they do get in. Um, you know, even if it's just special, for mm. you know a couple of months, and then they switch to maybe another brewery or something like yeah. that, and start to bring things. Through. I mean, that fucks up with the brewery and production amounts and all of those sorts of things, and and probably shelf life and canning dates and all of those sorts of stuff, like. You definitely want more of a consistent kind of uh, relationship, yeah. I suppose, if you're going to jump up to that. But yeah, it'd be good to see suddenly yeah. if Morrison's gets in one of the East Bristol breweries, mm-hmm. you know, it gets an, it gets a couple of Arbor beers in or something like that. Oh, that would
1: uh, be good. Yeah, pint cannon. I mean, Arbor, Arbor
0: Arbor is, I think, out of most of the East Bristol breweries as well. Around supermarket price, you know, you can pick cans up for like three pound fifty.
3: Yeah. They they also like. Are in the odd corner shop, like the one at the yes. end of my my my, my street. Um, I the closest place I could go to buy beer has Arbor, almost mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like pretty regularly, um, mm. bring, which is dangerous. Yeah,
1: bring Bourneville <laughs> Stout to my corner shop, mate. Right, that's what I want from <laughs> Bromley Brewery or some attic or I'll like, so i souls close enough.
2: Set
0: that up, Lucy. <laughs> you, you can make it happen. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, I'll come in and I'll buy ten I'll, I'll just I'll 10 just open my own
1: corner shop.
0: Yeah. Shut down.
1: <laughs> I'll be like, this Brilliant. is the only place right. you can come after ten PM. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> knows what happens here after ten PM. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you just have to stay inside. You can't you can't leave. No one can know that you've been here, but you can you can be here.
1: <laughs> no track um, and trace here.
0: Let's move on from our beers. <laughs> Right. Yes, yeah, I, th- I think Ooh. more show. I, think, I think that's that's countrywide, Lucy. Um, <laughs> Adel, yes. Did you want me. to discuss the game that you played today?
3: You've been spying on me
2: <laughs> <laughs> through
3: the medium of the internet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> In that, I told the world I was playing a game, and then I played the game. Um yes. Uh yeah, I streamed uh, it's release day on day of recording, but it'll be out now. I streamed how oh, why do I, I fucking
1: when the past was something around. W-
3: Thank you. Say that again.
1: When the past was around.
3: When the past was around. I don't know why, but like <laughs> I think it's cuz uh, so there's a very famous Canadian book you almost everyone reads in like elementary school called <laughs> called Where the Red Ferns Grow. Oh and it's yeah, yeah. by Farley Mowat and it's really good. And it's very sad. Um, but for some reason, like, that title, like, where blah, 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 my it's brain so is like just like, nope. And so I keep wanting to say where the reference grow, and I'm like, no, that's dumb, Adil, don't say that. And then I lose all the other words. Like, that's, <laughs> that's my brain <laughs> process every time. Um, where the past, what, when the past finds your... Right. What?
1: <laughs> where the water tastes like wine.
3: Yeah. <laughs> ah, yes. Where the past water tastes like wine. Um that game uh yeah so it's it's a point and click um
2: Puzzle puzzly game.
3: adventure yeah. game right standard point and click adventure game uh, well puzzly game i i it is very much narrative driven and it's very much not an adventure um but it is the style is point and click adventure mm-hmm. uh mild puzzles um and but most of it is just point and click like i didn't find i was actually kind of shocked by like you know, forty five minutes an hour into a probably sh- I'm gonna guess two to three hour game total.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, they say it's about, about that
2: on the product. Yeah,
3: location. um I that I hit my first like, oh this is a puzzle. <laughs> mm. Um so yeah, it's mostly like hunt and peck adventure game just like driving the narrative, um which is yeah, definitely. Which is definitely a sad one because you are a lady who plays the violin uh, and your partner is dead. Um, and all your memories are about your relationship with them and they happen to be an owl man. I don't know so this the significance of the. Yeah, I don't know the significance of the owl part and whether that's like. Uh what well, meaningful you have from, or from whatever. what i saw
0: from what i saw uh, you you can track kind of where the character has gone by feathers so i don't really want to know what that would be if it was just a human
3: yeah i mean i shed a lot you can i mean you can move see on. the ah, chest hair creeping on. above <laughs> and you can see the massive hair on the the head lots of little curly hairs yeah, everywhere yeah um but yeah so what what's really striking is the Ooh. art style is gorgeous it's hand drawn style yeah, absolutely. it's um really like simple but like nice sort of um lines uh to it and the music is a big thing because clearly this relationship is between two musicians and there's a song um Hmm. uh that like is the central theme literally and figuratively well actually literally and literally the musical theme and also a theme of the story um is, is this like five note sort of uh, ditty. Um, and a, a lot of the plot revolves around like when you end up like clicking music notes because that's the interaction. It'll play those notes. Uh, if a radio is playing in the background, it'll play those notes. If you're having a memory, blah, blah, blah. Um, also the string of actual notes, like the treble clef, I think it's treble clef.
1: I hope I don't have to note, know music two eighth notes to, to tied and then
3: a half note and then a rest. That string, which it represents the the ditty, uh, was the answer to multiple puzzles. Mm. Um, to the point where, I just sort of because the the playing it that like seek that sequence of notes was just in my head, and I'm actually surprised it's not now. Otherwise, I would subject you all to me humming it, and I've like literally forgot, which I'm surprised. But um, to the point where like there was a a lock um that was a bunch of musical notes and i was just like cool i know exactly the solution to this i don't need to go back and like find like three rooms ago like backtrack to, like mm-hmm. right figure out what the i didn't write it down i know the sequence because this is clearly the song so when I, like my brain just was like yes this is the sequence when it showed to me once to the point where i immediately solved that problem but also or that puzzle but also when it pops up music notes and you click and like little bubbles and you click them and they go they play the notes mm-hmm. um and sometimes you're like it ha- you're you're in this like weird like you're floating in the air basically and you click them and it moves your character forward just like a narrative give you an interaction point to transition between scenes um it re- started it really bothered me that the bubbles that showed up didn't match up to the actual notes being played because they made the point of showing me what the mapping was? Does that make sense? Mm. And then it was like, ah, uh, that, that's like, for example, the the two tied um, quarter notes, like. Mate, I don't, two, I two don't know anything about music. Two notes connected by a bar on the top, so it's Minim. right? Um, that when you click on a bubble with that, it plays one thing, and I'm like, oh, it's two notes. I I I haven't fucking sight read in. I'm going to say over two decades, but that's two notes. <laughs>
1: so this is a game um, for me where I know nothing about music. Yeah, but, oh, um, but, but th- what really drives
3: it is that narrative, and it's a narrative of loss. Uh, so in that sense, it, like, especially with the hand-drawn aesthetic, it kind of reminds me of Florence, but it, the aesthetic's different and the type of interaction is different. Mm. It just sort of if you liked that idea of a game, this will do a similar thing, but it's much more fantastical with the owl man and like the way you access your memories being like not oh, now you're having a memory of like a fight, and we're we're gonna walk through the fight like in Florence. this is like much more ethereal, like i said there's there's like, floating and there's music notes that like trigger things, and there's memories, and like the in the prologue, which I think takes fifteen minutes, which is free on yep. Steam. Um, you don't even know your boyfriend's an owl man. That's like the big <laughs> reveal because it's just like the, he's just just like shadow and a, and then as you unlock pieces of the prologue, um, you like give him his giant white scarf and then some like some clothes and he has human hands and then and like he slowly goes from just a shadow to a shadow with his clothes and then with hands and an owl face, um, and that's the end of the prologue. Spoiler alert. Um, but like. Uh, yeah, so it, it its aesthetic is very odd mm. in that way, but I also found, I think maybe just because UK, this is today is the day where we found out that we're going back in lockdown and COVID's been on my head. And the fact that your your, your dude got sick, like he mm. clearly died, because there's cemetery scenes and he's not around, and you're packing your world up, and 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 the shadowy figure is like kind of ghostly in that sense. You get a, the idea that it's like an embodiment of your memories or something. Um, But, like, when you get to the point of your memories of them being sick, they're, like, sitting there, and then they're, like, "Uh and then they fall over, and you're, like,
2: ah, COVID.
3: (laughs) 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 Oh, no. Uh Like, I I, I don't, on the stream, I didn't, like, verbalize how much it was just, like, oh, no, this is, oh. (laughs) But every time, I was just, like, I kind of, I don't, don't really need to see... Like, they're few and far between. It's mostly just, like, exploring you, Mm, finding your memories, and learning. And then you... So it's like the character is, like, going through their memories and trying to deal with their grief and loss. And then you are, like, learning about what their grief and loss actually is because of the depth of the relationship and how close they were. They they Mm -hmm. co-wrote music in a notebook that she still carries around. You know, stuff like that. And, like, they went on adventures together, like, to the beach and, like... Looked at the stars through tel- telescopes, and clearly had a car- like a VW Vanagon, um, like stuff like that. Like it just, it, it really works, and the aesthetic is beautiful. Um, and the puzzles are reasonably simple. Oh, There's a couple times I just like straight up blanked, and I was getting, getting got a little frustrated. But yeah, I, I think it was mostly me just under or overthinking a thing. Um, the biggest shock, like I said, was that there were like l- were a couple legitimate like. You have a board, and there are pieces, and you have to slide them around. Or, like, there's things on a peg, and you have to move them from one side to the other. Puzzles.
2: When was in the last, last time you bits played that I was point doing? Sorry. Game.
1: When was the last time you played a point-and-click
3: game? Well, my point is, like, the rest of the game was, like, did a really good job of just, like, hunting around. And, like, yeah. f- there were puzzly things, but they felt kind of tied to the narrative. And then in the last, like, <laughs> level I did, there were two of these, which is just, like... Oh, this is just a bog stand puzzle puzzle game nonsense. Like, yeah. it, it 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 was fine. Uh, Suddenly, two you're in things. So, del- like,
1: dungeon pushing boxes, and yeah, yeah. It's just like
3: <laughs> one. It doesn't fit with the rest of the game hmm. because they did such a good job with the other puzzles being more organic feeling. Uh-huh. Um, but the other part is just like it also just doesn't fit because the the level of challenge changes dramatically. So suddenly it was like, oh I know what I need to do and I, I just didn't have trouble I didn't have a lot of trouble doing what I needed to do once I figured it out for most of the rest of the game. Except that one part where I just couldn't connect a thing, which was on me. It was very like retrospective. But these ones it's just like, oh this is like this isn't what this is like I know what I need to do and I know what it'll give me and I know what to do with that thing, but I can't just do the thing, and the rest of the puzzles up to that point in the game were very much figure out what we need to do, do it, and and what to do with the thing. So a lot of you know, put, like point and click, unlock the you unlock the thing. Where do you put the thing? Right? It's like I knew exactly what to do. I had solved the rest of the level, and it was just like ah, oh, but now I have to do an actual puzzle in a way that the rest of the game didn't prepare me for. So mm. that's like my only gripe was those couple of things that were very puzzle gamey. Because the rest of the game didn't need to do that that it was just felt really alien, but also slowed the The pacing down and made me reminded me I was in a game versus kind of flowing through a narrative
2: mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> Yeah, I, I mean that's my game for tomorrow <laughs> Like yeah, I love I love the art style um, It kind of reminds me of the rusty late games, but less disturbing especially with the owl guy
2: um, ah yeah, owl but, boy. I couldn't yeah, figure out
3: the to come up. Your your bird friend. Oh your yeah, bird boy. Your owl boy. boy. My, my your bo- owl boy. boy. Mm. How would you call an owl bird boyfriend?
2: Owl. Mm, right. I go with I go
0: with uh, bird, friend. <laughs>
2: bird friend. I mean, I'm yeah, that's
0: pretty generic across all birds, but
3: yeah, that's the thing, right?
1: Either bowl
2: or bowl.
3: Oh, bowel friend. Yep, there Your we go. Bowel, Your bowel friend. friend. I mean, yeah. we don't know what his symptoms were. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, when you're in, you
0: know, I when you're in a committed long-term relationship, you yeah, share a lot. Do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: but yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm going to play it tomorrow. Yeah, the music. The music seemed nice. Uh, but yeah, that. very no, the music good. is really good. So I think
3: um, one thing I wanted to ask you guys that I didn't because I'm not sure about punctually on streams how loud. The game music is compared to my talking and, and, mm. and what it sounds like to you guys because that was a game that I I tried to like, because there were a couple of people who popped in and out and I was just like, I'm not talking during this because I want you to hear the mm. well-designed mm. music. And then I was like, oh, but if it's really quiet, maybe you just think I'm just like <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think I need to remember to turn the monitor on for that and then like do some
0: No,
1: it that. seemed fine when I, when I changed it did. It did, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Absolutely, yeah. It definitely you you picked up the, um the music especially I, I had you on and was able to kind of you know come and look at the screen occasionally um throughout um, your playthrough and things were balanced well enough that when you were doing those elements where you were clicking on notes they were you know you you understood that it was referring back to the kind of the refrain that had been played yeah. throughout so, so you could you could uh, hear those yeah. yes absolutely yeah yeah, and it, it definitely showed how important that uh, that was to the, you know, yeah, the well, story.
1: Music's a powerful memory trigger, isn't it? Which is probably the yeah. whole idea of the game, but yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that as far.
3: Yeah, and I'm looking forward to finishing it, because uh, it was mostly just timing-wise. It was like an hour or 45 minutes by the time I finished, and I had a couple mm. things to do that... Mm um we're sort of pressing uh because the, yeah but also i i think uh but i think i'll finish i'm definitely gonna finish it offline because i'm i'm invested and also it, it was it, it's like mm. nice and well paced and like the exact opposite feels uh to um rip them off right where where there's some yeah. levels of too much frustration this was like mm-hmm. when there was a level of frustration i was taken aback. Which is why it was striking because it was like, wait, what? Right, I'm in a game, not I'm just sort of cruising. And let's say it was just easy, right? It was just like it it, it struck most of the game, strikes that balance between I'm puzzling and enjoying the narrative, and the movement of the puzzle pieces is helping, is pushing the narrative along for the most part. So, like, being in a tea shop and like finding the ingredients around the shop to make a coffee and a tea a coffee with milk and uh, herbal tea was fine because you were also learning that like this is the couple was out there and it was clear through like they were in speech bubbles that they were that's what their drinks were so you were like all right i am getting them their order kind of playing like the waiter but also in this memory it's just like Mm. things like that where i still have to hunt around and like drag the right things to the right things and do the puzzle game thing but it it, or the point and click thing but it it, it was felt very organic um which reminded me of the one weird gripe i had um which is um a lot of the time it gives a speech bubble that shows icons of things saying this is what you need and then you have to go find the things um so one last time i played an adventure game if you you got inventory in the bottom you click on it you pick the thing up and then you click on it and you drop it here you have to click and hold and drag and I just mm. kept fucking that up for <laughs> too much.
1: Sorry. I No,
3: I just I, I mean that really sincerely though. Like yeah. I don't know why you need to like hold it.
0: No, if,
1: it should, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It um but but also <laughs> with this
0: <laughs> op- optimization for touchscreen devices perhaps.
3: Yeah, that's true. That's fair. I mean, Although it, I mean you yeah, could from easily go cap accessibility tap, right? point of view, yeah. and
1: it's not ideal but
3: yeah, uh, but, but, just, but just
1: just imagining you struggling.
3: <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like like ah, it was just like you know, if it had been a while since I needed to use an inventory thing, yeah. I would just I would fuck it up. But the other <laughs> thing is with whenever there was a speech bubble, um, my brain is like, cool, drag the item from the inventory to the speech bubble, mm. and then it would drop back into my inventory because it wanted me to draw, drag, drag the item to the person making the speech bubble. But like, it's so ingrained in us that matching, like, I've got medicine, and there's a outline of medicine in a white box. I should drag the colored medicine item into the outline. And that will not work. And it's, it's just very, it's just like one, like I said, tiny grape, but it's just it, mm. because it's so well made and well drawn, it was just very strange I that to think it, of I did. Point and click adventures
1: I did. where I don't drag.
3: Mm. No, No, it's not the dragging. It's the fact that if you drag it to the thing that says put it you've got a, a guy saying i want medicine in a speech bubble mm-hmm. and the speech bubble is like a uh, uh, like an outline drawing of the medicine and then in my inventory i've got yeah. the colored medicine yeah. if i drag it if i drag the object to its outline it fails that's really
1: weird why why does it fail why do you drag because it then
3: you're supposed to drag it to the man, not the man's oh. speech bubble. That's what I'm saying. Okay, sorry, yeah, maybe I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I <laughs> think there's
0: a there's a there's a scaling issue there in that um, the items, and this is part of what I caught of you playing, uh, and seeing that the size of the item in your inventory is the same size as the item within the speech bubble, so it does look like you should just yes. put it directly mm-hmm. on top of the outline of the item or the. Yeah, the, 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 the pen-drawn yeah. outlines of that item. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. It does sorry, make sorry. it appear that yeah. that, is, that should yeah. be the, the the solution rather than um, giving and it to the character, I, get then, though, I yeah. suppose. Yeah,
3: and the other thing is... The, the outlines are very pretty, but, like... Sometimes they're misleading. I think it's because they are the same size as the objects you drag around. So every time you ask for, for medicine... It's going to have a picture of like two medicine bottles beside each other. And you drag one medicine bo- bottle to the guy saying the speech bubble and you fa- pass that puzzle. And mm. it happens because he's sick, happens a bunch. But like, in my, even when I did it a couple times, I'm still like, ah, two bottles. It wants yes, two yeah. things. It's a thing saying these. And then in well, other that's, drawings...
0: That's, that's what it, it's visually giving you, isn't it? Yeah. And
3: yeah. so in other drawings, like when you were making the tea... I I made a bad batch of tea because it had a set of leaves here, a flower, and a set of leaves here, and they were all sort of roundish, and I was like, and they were different sizes really in the, like, outline drawing. so then I went, and I'm like, okay, I've got the flower into the pot, got round leaves, oh, there was another set of leaves, there's only one other leafy thing, put it in, dead thing, no, it didn't work, and then I just did round leaves, flower, poured it out made the tea and again it's one of those things where the outline just screams in the ui like it's screaming to you Mm. get these things and so if you've got different if it's the same leaf at different scales it's telling you like the ui is triggering your brain to be like two things Mm. but actually it was a very simple herbal tea but because there were different sizes because aesthetically it looked nice presumably just like two things of pills one with the cap off or whatever just looks nicer as the stock diagram you're going to see several times in the game but it, it really doesn't work especially I'm glad you p- picked that up Ben that it's the fact that for most of the time when you're dragging these things they are scalar they, they, they like have on one to one matching so it doesn't it really feels like you are filling in the outline drawing versus yes. the outline drawing is saying give this person a thing but, like, again, minor gripe. It just, I can, I noticed I was like, confused by it a couple of times and thrown off, to the point where I was like, oh yeah, this is just not the ideal design, but, mm-hmm. again, for a two-hour, three-hour adventure game, it's fine. It just isn't perfect, is all I'm saying. Yeah, It's a mm-hmm. little, it's a little yeah, yeah, yeah. cumbersome. Mm-hmm. That makes sense.
0: <sighs> Good. Should we finish there this week?
2: Unless we talked you a lot about a thing. some.
0: We've we've talked a lot about some smaller experiences. Uh, well, we could probably talk this about.
1: Week, we're we're, we're, oh Carl, yes. we're we're up to date. We're we are. Hip. We're
3: current. Yeah. yeah, we are down with the kids. I also um, fucking played games. This is what happens when I play games. I just make sure that there's no room for Ben. That's fine.
0: I was going to talk about, as Call I say, corp, corp, corpo one buying corpo two. Oh no! Yeah, Call of Duty. I did play Call of Duty. Fucking hell. That's what Talk I was about thinking. It. I was racking my brain, thinking Come on. I played another game. I'm I've sure I played another night. game. I can't oh, know, mate. I haven't. I've got uh, a yeah, very so short I think. Community. I
2: think. I think when
3: Ben when Ben cues us to wrap up, without like any like we? from us, it means he doesn't have time. <laughs> well, I think I could safely
0: say that it Call of Duty sounds like
3: Ben himself has the Call of Duty.
0: Yay! Um, Call of Duty. Black Ops, Cold War.
3: Oh god, Again. it's not even Blobs 4, it's Blobs... Que- um, uh, 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 Blobs 4 what, already came. What,
0: card card Blobs 4. Call of Duty's title is just absurd. Um, not as bad I mean, it's as the all right. Xbox. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's can Call
1: get, of Duty. Gonna get Call of Duty, what is it? Cold Call of War, Duty Black, Black Ops, Ops, Cold, Ops Cold my War. Xbox One Series X, <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yep. <laughs> Actually, I think you'll find the the best system to play Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War TM by Tom Clancy is the Xbox Series 1X subscript SXOEX.
2: Uh, That's yeah. it. Production
0: number 479258. TMTM.
2: Oh. What a good. Nice uh yeah Oh sorry, more,
3: actually I take that it back. More it's more the Diskless Yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh things are getting more and more <laughs> absurd <laughs> aren't they? I mean that I Some, thought for sure not, we were gonna talk about uh, next gen consoles and I'm really glad that we didn't because everyone knows all the things basically so it's yeah. it's good that we're not bad- bothering.
1: Yeah, let's leave it on this uh just headline from Polygon. That says, whoops, some folks got an Xbox One instead of a Series X pre-order. Oh. Did they order the wrong thing because they don't know what it's called or did somebody mess up?
3: I'm assuming they tried to pre-order the Xbox Series X
1: and accidentally bought an
3: Xbox One
1: X. There's some very
0: angry grandmas out there right now.
1: Xbox One X sales rank is up 747% on Amazon. (laughs)
3: Oh, that's funny! That is real funny.
1: <laughs> this was part of their plan all along. Oh,
3: hell. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, it all makes sense now. <laughs> Dollars and cents. They've—I <laughs> mean—they've—they've I mean, they've, they've
0: definitely stopped production of that, haven't they? And they've just got thousands oh, yeah, and thousands, thousands of that, yes. them in a warehouse so, that they just
3: like, and then, to get rid of them, how can we get rid of them?" <laughs> it's like. Well, don't worry. When people get the wrong thing, it'll still play all the games, just not as well. They won't even notice because all of know, this yeah. is a sham anyway. Because no <laughs> one has an eight K one hundred twenty hertz screen, so who cares?
1: <laughs> I do. It's um, I just can't see it.
3: Wait, do you have a? An... Wait, you have an eight K?
1: It's here. It's this.
3: That's eight K. Yeah, that's eight K. Is that? A is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, what that's is it 700...
1: on? Uh, oh, I got a bracket for. It's like from, oh cool. Um can use a tablet. Neat. Yeah, it's it costs like ten pounds and it's pretty
3: good. Uh don't even need to hold anything anymore, just no. punk. Punk
2: <laughs> ponk. <laughs> that's
3: So wait, so do you end up playing games with a controller that not Yeah. So I you don't, don't like... Joy Con. You you got the, You um, do thing. the handheld with Oh my oh.
1: I don't often do that, but the last couple, but of days, you still um,
3: don't dock it, right? Huh? What? Do you still do you dock it
1: ever? No.
3: For our audio
2: listeners, like, Lucy's like, Lucy's, <laughs> Lucy's got <laughs> a switch <laughs> in a in a, in <laughs> a bracket. Yeah, yeah. Lucy, so it's Luke's clearly like bracket. a table
0: mounted
1: one. Um.
3: Has it got a little a, a little vice grip on a table a clamp?
1: Yeah, yeah. a little vice, a little
2: clamp. The clamps.
3: Sorry, Futurama. Futurama, great. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Clamps. <laughs> that was one of the, uh, the uh, good. Mob, I've got. Mob I've the got, robot, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah <laughs>
3: I've got both my Matt Grading uh, quotes in for the day. <laughs> um, we were wrapping up, weren't we? Before I was like, "Hey, yes. Lucy, tell me about that thing in your background." <laughs> Oh, ah,
0: let's finish. Let's finish. Let's finish. Let's finish. We've covered all of the smaller games that released this week that we have played. All We're not going to talk about Xbox and Bethesda games. because what an absurd thing to actually happen. Uh, let's talk it about, about, about the next week
1: before the thirty-first.
2: Yeah, n-
3: next week, about. we'll talk all about the upcoming re re remaster of Skyrim for the Xbox Series X
0: only only unavailable on the PlayStation 5. Available yeah. every on every electronic device you can possibly think
3: of, except the PlayStation 5. Yeah. It won't even backwards compatibility. Mm. It's
1: on exactly. your pacemaker. Yeah. It's on everything.
3: <laughs> just live it.
0: Yeah. That's it. You go for your operation, and then when you wake up, you're in the car, just about to know. go <laughs> on your adventure.
2: If um,
3: you miss Time of Fusra you actually have a heart attack.
2: It's no good. <laughs>
3: right beers, Let's
0: well beers. Um, I had two this evening as we all did one from Pipeline which was Forgotten Dreams 0000 helped IPA I always had Odyssey Brewing Company Return of the Boom Bap both were good both were, were really good beers that I would have again um, I think I'm gonna give it to Odyssey this week just because it kind of gave me more in the flavour. So yes, the, the Double Dry Hopped IPA gave me a little bit of fruit. It, it, it kind of was doing a, a few nice things and had a lovely sort of uh, a, a, pith, a piney kind of finish to it. Um, felt very much more of a sort of a session beer, I think, than it, than it was. Um, the Odyssey was just a cacophony of flavours. Loads and loads of fruit in there lovely mouthfeel to it as well. It's a really well made beer that kind of gave me a lot. And it in it and it's like it's a it's a what is it? 8.5%. So mm-hmm. and it, it kind of presents itself as that as well. It's like there's alcohol in this. Here is that as part of the flavour as well. We're not hiding that. Here it is. So I think that sort of sticks out for me this week. Um I would definitely drink both again. Absolutely. Uh, I think I would definitely both uh, look out for both of them again. So if I went into someone, I mm. can see either of them on tap. I know I would reach for either of these beers definitely. Yeah. Uh, but the Odyssey, I think, just picks it for me. Lucy, nice. yeah. How about you?
1: The Sky Above. I mean, it's from LHG. It's session strength beer. It's meant to be lighter in flavor, body. Mm-hmm. Um, texture and everything, so yeah, it, it's a nice beer, but it's really a no contest this week, like Overtone it's a bigger beer, it's got bigger f- flavours, it's fuller it's got more of a balance between like fruitiness and pininess and bitterness, so yeah, the Lotus Oat Cream um uh, mm. definitely wins it this week for me just an just nice. all round good beer, well balanced and not too full and creamy with those oats and lactose on top of that, so yeah clear winner
2: good, good,
3: uh, Ado two stouts, yep two supermarket stouts it's uh, actually surprisingly close I would say, mm-hmm. I really liked both of them, Um for very different reasons the 6.6% uh brew York vocation chocolate caramel stout is just very drinkable but nuanced so you are getting those um chocolate caramel stout um, notes it's thin enough that you can drink it at a pace so if you're a fan of stouts this is like a this is a stout you could start the night with Mm. um slash just have I was going to say session, but I think that makes me alcoholic if I say six point six percent is a session. <laughs> um, but it like, <laughs> um, but it's just it's again the the don't be thrown off by the chuck caramel stout. It is sweet, but it's not boisterously so. Just it's a very solid beer. But I'm going to give the night to the North Star Northern Monk and Lervig uh, collab, which probably could have guessed just based on like looking at the collabs and in my tastes but that nine percent really does fill in a lot uh and it's so well done again the vanilla cacao and almond um just fit perfectly within the taste curve um uh it's yeah it's a f- I, I would seek this out again i really like this beer uh at nine percent doesn't taste it except for that thick, thick viscousness and that like. Stoutness, but it's not like a in-your-face stout. It's it, the the maltiness is just as strong enough with a slight roasted note, um, to just meld really well with the vanilla, cacao, and almonds. It's just a well-rounded beer, and nice. uh, one you could easily have a couple in a row. But that's maybe the problem because it's a nine. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm, I, sure. I'm curious, Ben. Uh, you had both as well, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, I I have had both. Um, I think I would also pick the North Star. Only because I think was it is it uh, something temptation? What was it called? The vocation one. Sweet, sweet temptation. Sweet temptation. I'm sorry, uh, I think I, I forgot I, to call it the thing. Yes, well, and it's and it's strange that I forget that uh, I forget the name because um, I think towards the end of the beer it did start to feel a little bit sickly, a little bit sort of. You know, that, that flavor does retain really yeah. well. You don't kind of get accustomed to that. It, it remains very sweet throughout. And I think it, it kind of, maybe the, the final sort of quarter uh, when I had had one, started to feel a little bit sickly, a little bit too sort of sweet. I'm like, mmm, I'm kind of it's done so- with this flavor now. Maybe if it had been a yeah. 330 mil can, that would have been perfect, I think. And, can and, I and say it a would thing? have kind of stuck around. Yes, of
3: course. I yeah. actually think it's the fact that they low key just. Didn't tell you there's lactose in it. Like, if this is mm. called the Sweet Temptation Milk Stout, I think you wouldn't have as strong a complaint that way because you would have been yeah. prepped for. Hey, this is going to be a six point six percent chocolatey, like like kids' favorite drink because it's technically milk, right? Like, like it, and it's not super sweet. But you're right. Like, it's just I, chocolate I, I, milk. Um, but you're right, like because I also noticed that that sweetness, like, was there. In a way that was okay, like maybe bordering on less good, but I also wasn't surprised because I happened to have noticed when I was reading the can that oh, there's lactose. So like, I was actually more surprised the other way, knowing it was had lactose. I was like, oh, it's actually not that sweet in the beginning, and then when you get acclimatized to it, you're like, ah, it's kind of sweet. But I think that's why I had that inverted notion. But I also think that in general, that sweetness while Maybe unexpected isn't so great. Um it, it's also when expected still doesn't edge out the uh <laughs> the Norse something. Norse star. star. Yeah. Mm. God, I'm bad at memory.
2: <laughs> mm,
3: yeah. Not great for point and click games. I had a notepad. I, I did the did the point and click click game the nice. proper way. That's good. Nice. And then I still fucked a couple <laughs> if you watch the VOD. Uh, oh, okay, I, I like didn't read my notes well a couple times and it was like oh this is this one f- puzzle is really frustrating. Oh, I just don't read my writing right. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> i um well, dumb.
0: What a good place to finish. At all if people would like to tell you how to correctly take down notation for point and click adventure games. How do they do so?
3: I to go to fucking hell. I don't need no advice. <laughs> <laughs> Or <laughs> if they want to talk to you <laughs>
0: about something completely different on Twitter or elsewhere, how do they do that? Uh,
3: so? I'm at the OmniArc on all the things except Twitch, where I'm at the underscore OmniArc. But right now, my Twitch streams mostly are me working. Mm. Uh, so if you'd like to have... If you, like, if you work at home and want to have more structure in your workday, uh, follow me at the underscore OmniArc, because uh, at least three days a week, I'm just going to work with you. And I do Pomodoro, so there'll be a timer on screen. But also, on the break times, I'm happy to talk about work, work goals, etc. Whatever. Um, mm. Yeah, that's my experiment. It's still going well, if only because I it gets me working. But also, I legit, people stumble by and stick around, which is wild. Uh, nice. Started playing music. We'll see how that goes. Um, okay. It, Lucy liked it, and she was the only one around, and I was listening to it anyway. Okay. Um so but yeah i think in the future i might do like straw polls to be like silent sessions or not um but that's the degree of i'm committed to working online and happy to have other people work with me because i'm finally getting shit done it's totally selfish
0: yeah <laughs> well, that's good yeah. that's good you gotta do what you gotta do absolutely nope. lucy if people uh want to talk to you they want to tell you their stories about hugging their grubs um, and things. How do they do so?
1: Fucking yes. <laughs> their That's definitely a euphemism somebody's <laughs> used before. Uh, it's, it's juicy loose nine everywhere,
2: I believe. <laughs> yeah.
0: Good. Um, we are all tanked up, cast on Instagram, on Twitter. I'm at Nova underscore forty seven. Go to our lives net. Go to the Out of Lives Network YouTube page. Go to the Twitch. Seattle, and occasionally some other people playing some games. Um, I think that's all of the places. That's all of the things. That's everything we can push and publish and do and say.
2: It's bedtime. Like,
3: follow, subscribe on the things like the YouTube and the thing and the Twitch.
2: Oh,
0: yeah. Those as well.
3: (laughs) Good. Tell us about the
0: beers you've been enjoying or the games that you've been playing as well. Yeah. Um, We'll probably... See you next week. But for this week, we've been tanked up. Bye-bye.
2: Good night,
1: everyone. Bye.
0: Www.outoflives.net.